What's up, IDP Show listeners? It's your good friend, Joey the Tooth. Are you looking to keep your league members active and engaged through the entire season? You need to get yourself some good championship prizes. Where can you find the best? Trophysmack.com. They have the most stylish belts, rings, and trophies around. Click the link in the episode description. They'll bring you straight to Trophysmack. Also, if you're looking for the edge and keeping yourself happy and healthy, check out my website, HaganEdge.com. It's H-A-G-G-A-N edge.com. And remember, if it's not IDP, it's not fantasy football. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. In the distance, I see a shining light. In the sky, I met the maker when we survived. Welcome to the IDP Show. I'm your host, Josh Raymer, joined in the Soul Chat tonight. On my right, Adam Markham. On my left, Bobby Reynolds. Gentlemen, how are we this evening? It's back! <laughs> I knew something was coming, Bobo. You can always tell when he like loads it up mm-hmm. and you're just, it's fear. Fear is all that I feel. There's no choking involved. So I, know. I was here for it. We're off to a good start. Uh-huh. I'm going to, I'm going to give Don't you, I'm going to give you the solo <laughs> cam, Addy, cause you're also rocking, uh, the hero, uh, to for today for to the it. Miami Dolphins gets repped on Addy's shirt. So shout yeah. out once again to Jake Colhagen for a shirt that, Adam has no business wearing, but yeah. after today's performance, uh, you got to rep Jalen Phillips. Game clinch and sack. It was beautiful. It was very nice. Yeah. I, I, I imagine start. that was a really like special moment for you, watching probably your favorite player seal the win for the Dolphins. Yeah, in a very big game, yeah, and he, he got close a lot of different times. You know, I think the stat sheet could have looked even better, but uh, yeah, dude's he's off to a great start. Yep. I mean, what, 11 tackles? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. Great start for IDP. It's week one, folks. Football is officially back. We got the appetizer on Thursday with Lions, Chiefs, and then a full serving today, Bobo. We are recording this on Sunday night. The second half of the Sunday night massacre Mm -hmm. between the Cowboys and Giants just kicked off. It's 26-0 right now. Um, So we're going to talk through all the games from Sunday and give you our gut reactions to some of the point outputs for our favorite IDPs. We have some snap counts, but not all of them yet. Shout out John Macri. If Mm -hmm. you see snap counts on Twitter, Sunday night, folks, it comes from John Macri because no one else has access to that data but the IDP king of PFF. So we're going to be referencing some snap counts that he's pulled on Twitter. So premature shout out to John for that. Uh, but we don't have the PFF grades to know, like, 
Did these guys play well? Uh, what was their snap count like? So Jake and Evan will address that on the preview pod. If a guy had a tremendous output but maybe didn't play a lot of snaps, they're going to discuss that on the week two preview. So tonight, we're just going to go through and react to some of these guys who balled out. And gentlemen, it was a hell of a week for IDP. I think we said the same thing week one last year, Bobo, mm-hmm. that, oh, you had uh, your offensive fantasy guys crap the bed for you week one. Mm-hmm. Come play IDP because, boy, just about every team had a guy north of 25 points today. I mean, we'll talk about it here in a minute, but, I mean, we had our first 50-burger of the year already in week Right one. out the gate. And then a couple 30s and a couple 40s, I believe. I mean, there was some really healthy scoring in big three IDP scoring. That's right. Um, you know, we got we to gotta reward our guys for getting in the backfield, in the sack, little TFL. Shout out Ernest Jones. I see you, boy. Shout out, Ernest. Shout out. I mean, shout out everyone. Because your offensive studs may have let you down today, mm-hmm. but there were not a lot of IDPs that crapped the bed, Eddie. Yeah, a lot of offensive studs let you down. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But, boy, it was, uh, yeah. I mean, from from the like second it started. And it was a lot of guys that we've kind of hyped up that really haven't broken out yet um, uh, that started off the day great. So it was just, it was it was nice. It was a good look for the show. Yes, I think the first highlight on Red Zone, they said, was Drake Jackson's sack of yep. uh, Kenny Pickett in the Steelers game. Yeah. So it's like Tons of types like that. That's that we, really fun. Yeah. So we're going to go through all of it. And we're going to just, let's dive right in, boys. we got a lot to talk about. Like I said, we're going to go through. We've got the top five scores for each team here in the dock. We're going to discuss what we think about how these guys performed. So let's just jump right into it, boys. And let's kick things off with Panthers 10, Falcons 24. Um, This was a coming out party for a couple of Panthers defensive linemen. Derek Brown, if you watch the front office pros, pro tip of the week over on Twitter, shout out Steve and Joe. They're going to be dropping those every week on Twitter. They said you need to be scooping up Derek Brown, defensive tackle for the Panthers and Dynasty, 25.05 points. Brian Burns, he ended the holdout, came out to play 24.7 points. And then Frankie Louvu, 17.9. So, Bobo, a lot of the big-name guys for the uh, Panthers came through for you on your IDP lineups. Absolutely. You know, just like we're starting the episode off with, we didn't really know what to expect from um, the young, uh, gosh, that's his name, Bryce Young. The young Bryce Young uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Didn't know what to expect from, uh, you know, the Panthers over there. But, Defensively, Derek Brown, hey, maybe this is the next up-and-coming defensive tackle. Another one for us. You know, we've talked about the embarrassment of riches that it is uh, for defensive tackle right now. But then, you know, Brian Burns is the one for me to where, in a lot of these best balls, uh, Burns was the guy that was slipping. I know there's been a little bit of, you know, uh, weirdness with his contract in the offseason. But um, Brian Burns looks locked and loaded for the 2023 season. Um, and hey, I'm here for it. I, I love Brian Burns. I still think he's a good value. Perfect age uh, from a dynasty yep. perspective right now. If you're if you're looking at a defensive lineman, um, hey, I was happy for it. Yeah, didn't get paid yet. Yep. Might get paid if he keeps yep. playing like this. Sure. So um, we mentioned, yeah, Brian Burns, uh, Frankie Louvu, almost 18 points. And you're like, hey, where are the safeties? Well, Jeremy Chin was there. 6.75 points, the fourth highest score. So it dropped off a little bit for the Panthers after the top three guys, but a great start for some studs from Carolina. Yeah, and Shaq Thompson played 100% of the snaps. No, that's uh, he's not showing up very well in the box score this week. Um, just five tackles, I think it was like five points in big three scoring. So uh, 
but it's okay. He'll, he'll he's playing the snaps. We like the snaps. 100%. Yep. So that's I think we'll see a, a bounce back from him in week two. Moral of the story: Don't overreact to guys yeah. that played a bunch of snaps and didn't perform for IDP. The most important indicator coming out of week one is not the performance on your you know on your fantasy teams. It's how many snaps did they play. Mm-hmm. That's what we're looking for. So let's move over to Atlanta. I know Evan was talking up Jesse Bates. On the preview pod with Jake, and Bates came through huge for his new team. He got the big contract in the offseason and has a big week one performance, 36.75 points, five solos, five assists, two interceptions, one forced fumble, two pass breakups, three INT return yards. I mean, let's just pause right there because I feel like Jesse Bates needs a little bit of celebrating for that, I mean, otherworldly performance. You don't often see a safety scoring 30 points. Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about it. You know, we didn't really like Jesse Bates the last two years up in Cincinnati, but um, even with kind of the, the decent DBs down there in um, Atlanta with um, um, Richie Grant, you know, we didn't kind of really – Know what to expect with Jesse Bates, but I was more optimistic about Bates coming into this season, as I think you guys were as well. Um, I know this is going to be an outlier game, but I think a healthier year from a points-per-game perspective is probably coming for Jesse Bates. Yeah, and even if you take away the two INTs, 10 total tackles yeah. and two pass breakups, that's really nice as well, Addy. Yeah, a great start to the season. Um and someone that I think was finally a value for you yeah. in most of your drafts, he was finally starting to go like outside of the top 20. So, yeah, I mean, that that's you, you can't ask for a better start than that. Yeah. Let's talk about some other Falcons here. The only, I mean, there's a couple guys here. Richie Grant down at 10.75 points. David Onyemata, nice defensive tackle streamer, 14.5 points. And then Lorenzo Carter. He was a like late, late, late dart throw Still in fine. best ball. Still yeah, solid sixteen point seven points. Troy Anderson is the name we want to bring up, though sixteen point eight five points, three solos, seven assists, so ten total tackles, one TFL, half a sack, one QB hit, one hundred percent of snaps. Yeah. Addy, I had him ranked as LB fourteen, I think, to wrap up the draft season, and I think Troy Anderson is well on his way to justifying that kind of draft capital. Yes, exactly. He's going to be a smash this year. Uh, someone that we've been excited about since he was drafted. So, yeah, this this feels very good. Um, and then Kay Nellis, he also got 99% of the snaps. I know he didn't uh, have as good an output fantasy-wise, but, again, he'll be okay. He's playing all the snaps alongside of uh, Troy Anderson. So Fun combo. We've loved them all off season. Those guys were going, being drafted like in the linebacker twenty eight to thirty five range, which is just it was silly. It was it was dumb. Ellis had nine total tackles as well, so I feel like there's going to be games like that where mm-hmm. some weeks it's Troy Anderson, some weeks it's Kate Ellis, but I feel like both of them are going to have a nice floor. Yep. Yeah, nine point seven five points. So again. Nothing to worry about with Cade Nellis. I think this team is good. Yeah. I think the Falcons, uh, you know, they may drive you crazy with uh, Tyler Algier getting all of like the goal line work. Um, it's a, uh, it's an, you know, NFL plays different than fantasy. You yeah. know, they're not. Arthur just Smith throw... does not care about and, you know, Kyle Pitts there too. I mean, yeah, yeah it's Drake London zero catches. I mean, just a weird team. But if they can win that convincingly uh, without getting those guys involved, that. I bet I think that bodes well for what they can do when those guys do get involved. I don't know if y'all listened to the ballers last week, but uh, about Kyle Pitts, they they literally said this that uh, during a draft, I think two of them, I don't remember which two it was, 
um, said that they drafted Kyle Pitts, and they're like, "Cool, I got Kyle Pitts." And then later on, they're like, "Oh, I got Kyle Pitts." Yeah, that's uh, that's how you feel. Yeah, it looks. You're initially awesome. very excited. Oh yeah, like Kyle Pitts, and, yeah. and what round? And then you're like, "Oh man, it's yeah. Taco Bell." You love yeah. it when you get it, that's... and then about three to four hours later, middle of the night, you are filled with a lot of regret. <laughs> A lot of regret and a lot of diarrhea. Let's move to the next game here and talk Texans versus Ravens. This was another fun one. Let's start on the Texans side with a couple of defensive linemen. We talked up a lot this offseason. We said that this Texans defense should be improved. I think there's still some growth there. Uh, they fall to the Ravens 25-9. to But Jonathan Grenard, boys, 19.45 points. And Will Anderson Jr., 19.1 points. Four solos, two assists, one TFL, one sack, and two QB hits. Addy, we had the YouTube short talking up Will Anderson. You said he's already in our lineups. You're already scared to face him. We got a glimpse of why that is today. Yep, and this was a tough matchup. You know, Lamar Jackson's very slippery. But, uh, yeah, I mean, amazing debut. That's a fun That's a fun pair right there. Jonathan Grenard, I know uh, Bobby, huge fan. We've all drafted him plenty this offseason. Um, so that's a nice little fun duo. That's a that's a very slept-on defense. I think a lot of people thought this was going to be a game where the Ravens just blew the doors off of them. It was it was it was tight, you know, for a while there. Um, Lamar had a tough time, you know, doing really anything on offense. I I, I know from having him in uh, DFS. So thank you, Lamar. Thank you, Lamar, for that. Appreciate that. Yeah, that's a tough look. This is that's a bad beat. Week one is always filled with heartbreak and disappointment. Uh, but I was a little annoyed at myself too for sleeping on the Texans because I I thought I was like this is gonna the Texans are sneaky you know okay yeah they're they're on they're on the way up right they're yep. ascending they're not there yet but uh, well coached some very nice well coached vets, and you have some electric you know young guys did Petre get banged up in this one he, he did. did he went to the hospital actually yeah with like a bruised lung because mm-hmm. I was looking I played him in, okay, a, in a two IDP league yes. A two IDP league. I it's play okay. small IDP leagues also. Um, IDP of any size is fine. But I saw like two or three tackles, and I was like, that's not right. Something's yeah. weird here. So speaking of vets, though, Addy, I'll uh, cue you up here on this. Your boy, Denzel Perryman, your flag plant, 14.25 points, six solos, five assists, one TFL. This was the important point, folks. We wondered how the snaps were going to break out. 95% of snaps for Perryman, 73% of snaps for Christian Harris, who scored 13.5 points. So, uh, pretty shocking, honestly. Very nice debut for Perryman and very surprising to see that split. Yeah, I was kind of expecting it to be flip flop. I expected know? the same. Um, but I mean, if this is how it's going to be, oh boy. Yeah, that is beautiful. I mean, Dindo Perryman, like I mentioned on the, uh, the preview show with, with Macri. Um, he's a top twenty option pretty much every single week for yep. you. He's so, not leaving your lineup. I don't no, think. No. Yeah. He, he's a he's a rock solid LB two for you. Yep. Fourteen point two points, and he only had one TFL. So I mean, you're going to see some bigger plays out of Perryman to go with a really really nice tackle floor. Um. Yeah. I, yeah, that feels like, I mean, the, the tackle floor feels like 10 tackles a week. Easily. Yes. And then he's just going to sprinkle in some sacks Absolutely. and a pick here, you know. So if he misses, even if he misses a couple games, folks, you're looking at 150 tackle, 160 tackle season mm-hmm. from Denzel Perryman, especially if he can maintain this. That's the only thing that makes me nervous. I'm like, oh, baby, 90 plus percent of snaps. But I'm like, oh, baby, 90 plus percent of snaps for a guy who's had health issues in yeah. the past. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. But for week one, we are very excited. 
excited. Yeah, let's go to uh, some back to Macri. Denzel Perryman played 95% of the snaps. Christian Harris played 73. And then I wanted to look this up. Uh, Henry 202 played 34%. And okay. then Corey Littleton actually played 25% as there you well. Go. So uh, Perryman's the one that you want. I guess Christian Harris. Uh, that, maybe in a deeper league. That tells me that uh, 2020 might be the yeah. next man up if yeah. one of these guys mm-hmm. get hurt. Yeah. I, and I'd be scared of having Christian Harris, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's always a concern if you're playing him right now. Is like, is he going to make it through this game, or is this the last time I'm going to be able to start him, you know? That's a good point. He might be a nice little little pop and sale. Yeah. Yep. So, Baba, why don't you take us through the uh, Ravens' top two scores? Because I know it's a yeah. couple guys you're very fond of. So, top score, Roquan Smith, uh, 30.1 points in big three scoring. Baby, that is beautiful. He had eight solos, eight assists, two TFLs, one sack, and then 11 sack yards to go with a QB hit. And then Adam's boy, Pat Queen. I'm going to call him Adam's boy because Adam's kind of been on him for a while. Uh, Pat Queen is your boy, by the way. 20, uh, yeah, boy. I just was, was a little joke. 24.8 points in big three scoring, three solos, eight assists, one TFL, one sack, 11 sack yards, one pass breakup, one QB hit. Pat Queen continues to do what Pat Queen does best, rush the quarterback at times, get a TFL, get a sack. Roquan as well in the big play department, two TFLs, one sack. I mean, this is kind of what I expected out of Roquan and Pat Queen. I don't know if maybe this kind of took you all 54 combined points between these two guys is Unbelievable. more than I expected, but it's well within their range of outcomes. This is what they do. Yeah. So um, you just love to see it show up in week one. I love that duo. I love I love watching them play together. I, I think it could be, as long as they stay healthy, as long as Pat Queen doesn't really have a, you know, a big boo-boo on the, you know, as far as PFF's concerned, um, I don't think it'll be, I think it'll be a while before we see Trenton Simpson. I think it's going to be Roquan and Pat Queen for yeah. a while. Pat Queen's piss. Oh, yeah. You know, I think it shows. So, yeah, I mean, he's going to be likely gone next year. Right? His yep. contract's mm-hmm. done after this year, right? That's correct. No fifth year. So, yeah, I think he's he's uh, he's a little upset. He's he's playing uh, with a massive payday in mind. Mm-hmm. A lot of a recurring theme tonight will be guys due for big paydays playing with their hair on fire because we saw that with Brian Burns. We've seen it with Patrick Queen. We'll mention a couple guys coming up here in the Colts Jaguars game that also were showing out uh, and are also due a new contract. Roquan played like the LB one off the board should be playing in yep. a lot of our uh, you know best balls. It, it did help. You mentioned looking at the rookie quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Look at the guys who got to play rookie quarterbacks. Um, you know, so we had Bryce Young already, um, and we saw. I mean, David Anyamata mm-hmm. and um, Lorenzo Carter have big games, those defensive linemen. Here we see uh, the Ravens teeing off against C.J. Stroud, rookie mm-hmm. quarterback, and then we'll see in the Colts-Jags game some and guys had, yeah, had some big games there as well. So um, another one worth mentioning, David Ajabo, 15.25 points, three solos, one sack, five sack yards, one forced fumble, one QB hit. So it's just a great day overall from the Ravens IDPs. Uh, but let's keep it rolling, boys, and talk about the next game here on the docket. We are looking at Titans-Saints. Also, before we move on too much, uh, I want to pull up Odafe Owe snaps for uh, for next. Uh, when, when they come out, I want to yes. actually see them, what they are. Uh, that'd be interesting to know because Owe was a guy that you know we liked, and then Ojabo came around. I know Jabo's definitely the edge that you want there in Baltimore, but I want to see what Owe's playing. I, I didn't watch that game, but it would be interesting to know. Yeah, so we had the 
Saints getting the 16-15 to 15 win over the Titans. And, Addy, you brought up the top guy here for the Titans. A, a couple surprising guys at the top. Shoot, three, well, two surprising, and then one guy that we fully expected, and then the fourth guy, a locked and loaded stud. But who are the top two scorers for the Titans on the week? Amani Hooker, 33.95 points in big three scoring. He had three solos, two assists, one TFL, one INT, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, two pass breakups, 10 INT yards, um, and three fumble return yards. So, no, negative three. <laughs> negative he, got, three. he got a point three taken <laughs> off. It was for a lot. It, it was a lot. We, might, we don't really need that much, <laughs> yeah. I don't think. Could have stopped halfway through that. Yeah, it's a lot. But uh, just an insane game there for Monty Hooker. I'm be I'm, I'm be really interested in the usage. I'd imagine there's a lot of slot usage there. Uh, probably a decent amount of box usage. Um, that's what he did last year. I mean, he was last year. It was just he wasn't able to stay healthy. But when he was out there, man, he was really, really good. So. Great start for him. The Nico Autry was the second yep. high, highest scorer on the Titans, 25.3 points, four solos, one assist, one TFL, one and a half sacks, four QB hits. Um, the Nico Autry's like 31, 32. Just keeps doing it, man. But yeah, he keeps getting slept on. He's free, and he was free in basically all the drafts we did this offseason. Next guy as well, also probably free in a lot of leagues. Also free in a lot of leagues, and also I was able to pick him up uh, like last night, mm-hmm. like I was going through and, you know, putting a bunch of guys that were out, putting them on IR and I was, and I was just, uh, sifting through the waivers and a ton of Arden key, Arden key, baby. Um, 22.95 points. You heard us talk about him a lot this off season. One of our favorite sleepers, especially yeah. where he was being drafted. Yeah. One solo, three assists, one TFL, one and a half sacks, one pass breakup, two QB hits. So just a great debut for Arden key there in Tennessee. Then Jeffrey Simmons, yes sir, eighteen point five five points, three solos, two assists, two TFLs, one sack, one QB hit. So I think we all kind of expect a nice little leap from Jeffrey Simmons this year. Yes sir, I think he's previously been like around thirteen points per game, but I would like to see him get to like a fifteen, maybe sixteen points per game level, and I think that he can. Man, this is a that's a talented defense. It's a good defense. It really is. I think it's a slept on defense. Arden Key only had four and a half sacks in twenty twenty two. How many sacks could we see Key finish with this year? What did I say on the flag plant, uh, plant show? I think I said like um, I could see eight. Se- I yeah, I, I, was, eight. I was gonna say seven or eight. I think we could very easily see that. I mean, it could be low. It could be too low. I mean, all the stuff we heard off season was he was he was working everyone. I mean, we you know it was Tennessee. Yeah, uh, and so he was going against them in practice every day. But I mean, the reports were awesome. Like I think that we we could see you know. Maybe eight is too low. We could maybe see ten. So we, uh, so I actually wrote up Arden Key on the website by digging into your ranks back in June as just a guy to pay attention to, and I was talking about him in the same light as like Khalil Mack. He was kind of similar, similar vein um, um, in your rank. So would you rather have Arden Key or Khalil Mack for the rest of this season? Oh boy, that's a good one because I, mean, I know you've been pretty I'm, hot and heavy on Khalil this Khalil year. Khalil didn't start out the best today. I think he had like four points or something. That's so. Okay. So that's that's uh that's tough, but I mean I think I'm still going to go Clomac. I think I might go Arden Key. I it's, think those guys are close. It's very close. I though. mean, yeah, I, I, I like both of them. I want them both. We should mention. You can't. Uh, you can't <laughs> yeah, you can only pick one in this hypothetical. Aziz Al Shair, not a great day. So he only had, uh, let's see, five point five points by big three scoring, but played ninety. 8% of the snaps. So, again, offers. yeah, don't panic. Yeah, it, this is a great time to go in and scoop in these underperforming guys who are playing a, a healthy workload, which 
Aziz Alshair was. That dude so, plays hard, too. And then we should also mention Jack Gibbons there, 65% of the snaps. So nothing doing right now with that LB2. But let's look at the Saints side. And a couple notable guys here. But uh, some guys that are also absent. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore led the way, 24.5 points. Uh, he had two solos, a pick, and four pass breakups. Uh, and then Carl Granderson, we mentioned as a nice sleeper option, especially late in those drafts. If you're looking for like your DL four or five, 23.4 points, two solos, two assists, one TFL, one and a half sacks, four QB hits. Marcus May, I think uh, Evan was talking up Marcus May on the preview pod, 17.4 points, five solos, one assist, one INT, one pass breakup. Cam Jordan, 17 and a quarter, two solos, three assists, half a sack, two pass breakups, and one QB hit. And then Demario Davis to round things out, 15 points, 10 total tackles, and a TFL. We don't see Pete Warner on this list. Uh, I can pull up his kind of log to see where he landed, but uh, some nice debuts from our Saints boys. Yeah, it's um, you always want to, you know, I think start whoever uh, is going against the Tennessee Titans and uh, an offensive line. I mean, as you see, Carl, so bad. Carl Granderson, Cameron Jordan, both had great days. Um, what were you looking at? Uh, Pete Warner was fine, twelve point four points. So Pete was just fine. Solid. Eight tackles and half a sack. And it's it's um it's kind of cool seeing Pete Warner out there wearing number twenty. Oh yeah, you're, you're always like, this is a defensive back. Yeah, There's that people. is. But he he kind of looks like a DB. I mean, yeah, he's, he does. he's as quick as a DB. Yep. So uh, anything else from this game, boys? Or Carl, sh- shall we move on? Carl Granderson continues to be free money at the end of these you know best balls. If you just kind of sprinkled him in, Carl Granderson could have a nice little. Nice little season, starting a yep. year off a sack and a half. He'll I'll likely like, be on waivers in yes. a lot of leagues. Oh, yeah. I mean, are you, He's a good uh, pickup. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I think you pick him up. I think it's um, – I want to see the snaps. I think, you know, it's a good thing we have to wait for waivers because yeah. I, I do want to see the snaps on some of these guys. I but, feel like, uh, though, he's going to be one of the main yes. guys. It's going to uh-huh. be him and Cam. Yep. yep, absolutely. So let's move to Jags, Colts. And uh, I'll take us through this one, boys, because I watched every snap of Anthony Richardson's debut – Feel pretty good. Uh, the rookie had some moments of brilliance. He played really steady for most of the game. Uh, needs to protect himself a little better. Took some big hits. I was having like Andrew Luck lacerated kidney. Yeah. Was it? Um, flashbacks, which is never fun. So, A. Rich, I love the aggressiveness. I love the playmaking. Let's just slide. Let's yeah. go out of bounds. Let's not try to take on, you know, grown men who are trying to take your head off. A. Rich, a big dude, though. He's very big, but that's that's the problem. You're it's- six foot four and 250. You think you can run over everyone? Well, guess what? You're going up against guys who are bigger and stronger than you are on the defensive side of the ball. Did he? Did y'all kind of get the Cam Newton vibes from him a little bit? Cam yeah. is the closest comp for yep. me mm-hmm. with a Rich, which is great. I mean, Prime Cam was a force. Oh yeah. So um, yeah, it's very solid debut from a Rich. That team, if we if we squeak out seven eight wins this season, that's way overachieving. I think we're going to be around like five or six wins, I think which it was is fine. Nice, you guys hung in that game. We did. We you know. played well, and we had a lot of mistakes. So I think if we can clean up some of that stuff, we'll be in the mix every game. We'll Sign be scrappy. Jonathan Taylor to yeah. an extension. Let's get him back maybe in the mix because our running backs were bad were they? today. Oh, they God. were really, really bad. Atrocious. Huh. So the best running was just Anthony Richardson. I mean, yeah. he had to mm-hmm. basically power the run game. But let's talk IDP. Uh, Jaguars, Josh Allen. We mentioned players wanting a payday. 39.8 points for Josh Allen. Eight solos, two assists, three TFLs, three sacks, two QB hits. Josh Allen was a nightmare. Uh, so was Tyson Campbell. 21.5 points, six solos, a pick. 
a forced fumble and a PBU. Foye Aluakan, LB1 for a lot of folks, 19 points, 12 total tackles, a pass breakup and a QB hit. Trayvon Walker, Babo, yeah. 16 and a half points, three solos, three assists, a TFL, one sack and one QB hit. And then Andre Cisco, 15 points, seven solos, three assists, one forced fumble. Just a great debut from the Jacksonville Jaguars, Bobo. Yeah, I mean, I think it probably helps, like you're saying, to go against a rookie quarterback who, um, you know, doesn't know when to slide, doesn't quite know when to get the ball out a little bit faster. But um, it is hard to look away from some of these stats. Three sacks for Josh Allen, um, eight solos and four assists for Foyer, which is just such a Foyer thing um, year after year. And then Trayvon Walker with the sack in week one is really, really, um, that's inspiring for a 2023 campaign. Six tackles, tackle for loss. Just like we were talking about before the Sode started, Josh Allen is playing like it's a contract year. Um, three sacks to begin the season off, you know, the man wants his money and, and he's making a pretty strong case early on to, uh, to get paid. Absolutely. Do we have the snap counts for the Jaguars linebackers? I can check, but I don't think we do. Okay, really um, interested in what Devin Lloyd did. Of course, he yeah. didn't really have a great game stat wise. Macri commented in the in Slack that Devin Lloyd played a whole lot. That uh, Muma didn't really get on the field very much. Yes, so. up to the point that he mentioned that I think he was playing a hundred percent of the snaps. Yeah. Three tackles, one fumble recovery for Devin Lloyd. Yeah, pretty so. quiet. He did have a. Uh, a helmet to helmet that I think uh, drew a 15 yard penalty. So I was like, uh oh, is Doug Peterson going to be like, you idiot, Chad Muma, get in there? But uh, no, he, I think when the snap counts come out, I would be shocked if uh, Devin Lloyd was not like 80 plus percent, 85, maybe even north of 90. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts because there was a play in this game, and I would love to hear you all's uh, input and feedback on this. I think might have been the best play for IDP that I've ever seen from DeForest Buckner. Gets the sack, gets the strip, so a forced fumble, also a TFL in there, that stacks, and then recovers another fumble when Tank Bigsby recovers the fumble from Lawrence and just holds the ball. Zaire Franklin comes up, punches the ball out. DeForest Buckner gets up off the ground from the sack, scoops up the fumble from Tank Bigsby, rumbles about 25 yards down the field, so you get 2.5 points for that, into the end zone for a touchdown. Yeah, nice. That's up there. That's, that's pretty sweet. That's pretty amazing. I was like, wait, DeForest Buckner, because I, I knew I didn't Buckner. realize. I didn't realize the recovery was from someone else knocking Dude, it. Dude, I had no idea. The play had so many elements. They went to review it, and I was like, you've got the Lawrence empty hand coming forward. You've got Bigsby fumbling. You've got DeForest Buckner then rumbling it in for a touchdown and diving to get the TD because there was a debate as his knee down, but his arm was already across. So wow. they just let it stand, man. It was, it was a wild play. And I knew I saw Buckner obviously had the touchdown. I didn't realize he also had the sack. So wow. that's when I was like, so he got up off the ground, Jeez. ran towards the play, scooped up the ball and then ran the opposite direction. So DeForest Buckner finishes with a whopping 34.95 points by big three scoring four solos, three assists, one TFL, one sack, one sack yard, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, a defensive touchdown, two QB hits, 26 fumble return yards go off to Forrest Buckner. So, I mean, that was like a 
25. 25 point, point play, pretty yeah. much. Jeez. Wow. You can't, I mean, where else can you get that, folks? You're not getting that in offensive fantasy football. That's and it's worth it, too. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's, that it's should be. a game-changing play. Hey, yeah. you know what's working is we were talking last episode, I think it was, about how many of these defensive tackles we took in all these best Man, balls. feeling good. I think it's going to be all right. Yeah. Feeling very good so far. Did you see, we'll get to the game, but the Seahawks, when Geno mm-hmm. was mic'd up and had Aaron Donald oh, running right in his face. Oh, my God, when he threw the ball away quickly. That's like, Geno Smith is yeah. all of us in that so moment. So many people sent me that. That was amazing. Yeah. So, we should also mention another guy playing for a contract, Zaire Franklin, 26.5 points, 18 total tackles, a forced fumble, one PBU, 100% of snaps. I think we uh, underrated Zaire Franklin a little bit this offseason, boys. Yeah, definitely. He is a man-possessed. I mean, you you can't see it show up in the stats here, but the juice he brought to that defense was undeniable. He's he is the one with the juice now. He is the leader on that defense, yep. 100%. Yeah, Shaq's an afterthought. Yep. You know? And I mean, even like the upside of Shaq Leonard is no longer yeah. what it was. I mean, Shaq Leonard is like a guy that you're hoping that can get like 10 or, 10 or 11 tackles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's yep. a solid day for him. But, you know, previously you were hoping that he would get 15 tackles, a sack, Three TFLs, a force, you know, but that's not him anymore. No, he's just uh, sitting back there and just soaking up tackles. Yeah, he was eighty-six uh, percent of snaps, so he's the LB two there behind Zaire. Pretty Is this clearly, the cell window. Uh, yeah, someone's yeah, someone's coming knocking. There's sure. got to be somebody that's looking around like, wow, Shaq Leonard played. He's back, yeah, yeah, he's back, yeah, eighty-six percent. That's the that's the narrative you want to spin. Is did you say? Did you see eighty-six percent? Yeah, he had. I mean, he had uh, a decent showing. He had ten and a half points by big three scoring. So just don't tell. Not him a bad day. Zaire's played a hundred. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's just clear. And then EJ Speed was on the field, forty-one percent of snaps. Yeah. I mean, he was he was rotating in on third down. Was yeah. kind of the. Shaq was going out on a lot of third downs. EJ Speed was coming in. Speed so, did good, too, with yes, the he snaps, did. right? I mean, yes, he, had he did. 12.25 points. Yep. So, um, I love EJ Speed. EJ Speed's good, man. 12.25, five total tackles, a TFL, a forced fumble. Um, Quiddy Pay, we should mention as well, 17.8 yeah. points, three solos, one assist, two TFLs, one sack, one QB hit. How you feeling? Uh, I feel great about Quiddy Pay. Do you? Yeah, he looked really good. Um, that Jacksonville line's like nothing to write home about. They're mm-hmm. like... Okay, but uh, yeah, I thought the uh, Samson Ebucam looked good as well. Oh, yeah. Grover Stewart, DeForest Buckner. It took a little bit of time. The run defense is really solid. Mm-hmm. We still have to get a little more pressure on the quarterback. I gotcha. But um, I think all in all, very promising start. I think that defense is going to be solid somewhere around like probably 14 to 17 range overall defense in the league, mm-hmm. but uh, we'll take it. Y'all got some fun pieces. Yes, absolutely. Next up here, boys. Can y'all afford to pay Zaire? Absolutely, yes. Mm. I think we could. And I think we will. I really do. Because I think I have to look at Shaq's contract again. I think we have an out next offseason. If we do, Shaq is gone. Mm. Um, And I think Speed's a free agent, too. I think. Um, Again, we'll double-check all these contracts. But a lot is up in the air for the Colts linebacking unit in 2024. But for 2023, Zaire Franklin is that dude. So let's move on to the next game here, boys. And talk about Addy's favorite team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, though, go in and steal one, getting the 20-17 to victory 
over the Minnesota Vikings. Addy, kick us off with the Buccaneers. One of our favorite safeties tops the list as the highest score for the Bucs. Antoine Winfield, the poster boy for the usage does not matter. It does not matter where this dude lines up. He's going to ball. Four solos, four assists, so eight total tackles, one sack, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, one pass breakup, two QB hits. That was for 29 points for Mr. Winfield. He put all the presents under the Christmas tree this week. That's incredible. We thank you. Thank you. What a blessing Winfield continues to be. Anthony Nelson, uh, edge guy there in Tampa Bay, he had a nice little start, 17.85 points, three total tackles, one TFL, one sack, three QB hits. Uh, We'll check the the usage and stuff when we get it. Um, If it's anything substantial, you know, that's something that we'll have to keep on our radar. Uh, Devin White, 16 points. He had 12 total tackles, one TFL. Did give us a little scare where he got banged up a little bit. I missed that. Flexing his knee a little bit, but, you know, he ended up okay. I think Levante David also got a little banged up as well. 15 points. Very solid debut from both these guys. 16 for Devin and 15 for Levante. That's very nice. Yeah, Levante had eight total tackles and two TFLs. Uh, Christian Eisen had 14.65 points. That was that interception, I think, really boosted him. Yeah, three total tackles. Also got lit up by Justin Jefferson. That was the. Did y'all see that hit? That was the one where Jefferson laid the wood on that guy after the interception. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, pretty solid game for most of the Bucks you were starting. I mean, I don't think anyone was really starting or relying on Joe Tryon. You're not relying on Kalaja Kansi yet, um, Logan Hall. I don't think anyone's you know trusting those guys. But I mean, I think most people probably started Devin White, Levante David, and Antoine. Winfield, yeah, Shaq Barrett went so. for uh, eight and a half points. Uh, Vita Vea was down a little lower. Looks like he was seven and a half points. And then uh, Joe Tryon Shoyinka looks like was five point nine five points. So why are the Cowboys know? still playing starters? Yeah, it's thirty three nothing. Why Ceedee Lamb? Fourteen and minutes Pollard. left in the fourth. Catch balls. They're just wanting to put the screws on him. Hey, Addy, we'll keep. Uh, let's put the solo cam back on you and uh-huh. have you talk about your beloved Minnesota Vikings. Yes, sir. Daniel Hunter, twenty-four point six five points, yum, seven yum, yum. total tackles, two TFLs, one sack, one pass breakup, one QB hit. Very nice seeing Daniel Hunter out there balling. It was a great matchup for him. So um, we'll see what he does next week. But I mean, he's a he's never leaving your lineup. Uh, a Caleb Evans. He had thirteen point seven five points. Five total tackles, two pass breakups. He's basically going to be the second cornerback there in many. Uh, Harrison Phillips, defensive lineman, 12.5 points. He had eight tackles, one pass breakup. Uh, Josh Metalis, he had 11.5 points, six solos, one pass breakup. And then this is the big story right here. Ivan Pace Jr., 12.25 points. He had eight total tackles, one QB hit, but he played 68% of the snaps, whereas Brian Asamoah played what? Two total snaps. Wow. Two snaps. Jordan yeah. Hicks was 97% of snaps. So you got to sit Brian Asamoah down. You probably can cut Asamoah at this point, honestly, yeah. uh, depending on the depth of your league. In um, redraft. In redraft. Yes, not in dynasty. Um, but Ivan Pace Jr., boys, what a glow up for the undrafted short king uh, in Minnesota. I mean, this was – I th- we, you said, and I remember this quote specifically, we have to account for Ivan Pace Jr. Now we really have to account because he may be the LB that you want in Minnesota at this point. He's got a role there, man. He does. I mean, that's a, that's a nice snap share for an undrafted rookie, 68%. And, I mean, what did he do when he, when he was out there? He stuffed the stat sheet. Eight eight tackles, one QB hit. I mean, that's what he does. I mean, there was 
no one that was more productive than Ivan Pace. Maybe Will Anderson. Mm-hmm. But as far as, like, stat-wise, like, Ivan Pace in college was out of control. So, yes, you have to account for Ivan Pace. He should. He's probably going to be one of the most added linebackers Yes. Um, in IDP, I would think. I mean, he's probably going to be the top of most waiver um, articles. I think I had a little bit of uncertainty about what Asamoah's role was going to look like, Bobo. Mm-hmm. I certainly did not expect two snaps for the guy. Well, Ivan Pace is kind of the, you know, the training camp buzz where you're like, should we pay attention to this or is this just like, we're just bored. Um, but it just kept coming with Ivan Pace to where it was just like, all right, this offseason, he might actually be a guy. And, you know, after week one, you know, who's to say that this couldn't flip at some point to where it's yeah. like Ivan He's Pace is now 100% <laughs> yeah. and Jordan Hicks is 68%. Um, and then Brian Osamoa surges oh. late in the season. Maybe not though. Uh, it's wishful thinking, Josh. Yeah, that uh, was uh, that was just a shocker. I was I was absolutely stunned when I saw that come through. That's a weird uh, Ivan Pace I drafted in uh, XFFL in uh, the auction, and then I dropped him, and it didn't feel right. And I was like, I got it. I got to pick. You got to rectify this. You got to pick. You got to back up. It just makes sense, though, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, especially when you think about Brian Flores is there now. He did not draft. Um, Asamoa, yep. and also Brian Flores is a hard ass. He doesn't care. He, he does not I at care. Least thought he's he gonna, would he's gonna start, love though. being able to start this undrafted guy over this third round pick. How do you know? That's my thing. Is like, how do you? I guess they see him in practice, and they're just like Asamoa just doesn't have it. We like Ivan yeah, Pace I mean, Junior better. It's yeah. His little project. Yeah, I just would have yep. liked to have seen Asamoa. We're gonna be bad anyway. At yeah. least get a chance. That was just very very surprising. He'll still get his chance at some point. You know, you know how this stuff goes. Uh-huh. I hope so. Maybe Jordan Hicks falls out of favor. and Jordan Hicks is really old. He is yeah. old. I mean, maybe they just want to see what they got in these young guys. I mean, I, you know, this was a game that Minnesota should have won. I mean. Yeah, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, last year they were on, you know, it was all these close games, and they were just on the other side of it. They were on the winning side of it. I do worry that that's not going to happen this year. And you could see them, you know, shut it down early or start trying to get these young guys out there early. Maybe we start hearing, like, Kirk Cousins trade rumors. Uh, I don't know. The Cowboys are now up 40 nothing. So this game got way yeah, out of hand Turpin on the Giants. The rushing uh, we should mention Jordan Hicks playing that many snaps got 2.25 points. So wow. not interested in Jordan Hicks. I just think so. He'll probably be getting cut. So I mean, I think he's a you know scoop him up just because he's up. getting yeah. the snaps. Get but are you ever going to start that guy? Maybe. I guess it depends on your situation. It sounds like just an unlucky week. I mean, he's always put a bunch of tackles up. Yeah, we'll see. I just Stinky I think long term, it kind of feels like one of those situations that's going to change as the season goes along. Yeah, it doesn't feel very locked. Yeah, that situation does in. feel like it might be kind of the end of the road for Jordan Hicks. Yeah. You've had enough of these weird little years where we thought you were dead and you were relevant. You, you Michael Myers came yeah. up out of the grave. I don't yeah. know who that is. The yeah. tight end in uh, Las Vegas? That's Michael Mayer. <laughs> you know Michael Myers is the uh, Halloween killer. All right, let's move to the next game here, boys. Cardinals, Commanders. And uh, Cardinals were hung tight in this game. I mean, the Josh Dobbs-led Arizona Cardinals went down swinging at least, uh, but they lose 20-16 to to the Washington Commanders. Sellout crowd in Washington now with the new ownership group in there. So good riddance to the previous owner there, uh, Daniel Snyder. That weasel is finally gone. And uh, Magic Johnson's in the house now. Uh, the fans are back. The energy is back. Um, but on the Cardinals' side, Addy, one of your heroes, uh, underrated <laughs> heroes for IDP, uh, sneaky little start there. Who was the top scorer in Zona? 
Mr. Dennis Gardak. 30.7 points for Mr. Dennis the Menace. It's the uh it's the girlfriend emoji where it's the or the meme where the guy has the girl's hand but he's looking oh, back yeah. at the it's Jalen Phillips' hand that you're holding, <laughs> but it's Dennis Gardak walking by that he's making hard eyes at. Hey, Dennis Gardak is a total juice type player. He's gonna get everyone fired up. You can yeah. just feel the electricity when this dude gets in the lineup. He's just he's just everywhere. He's just uh and the hair's flying all over the place. Like he just gets people going. The name is what I think think throws me because it sounds like the IT guy. Uh, can we get Dennis Gardak up to uh, work on the computers on the third floor? It doesn't sound like a juice guy for, um, but that hair, that greasy hair is flowing. So did I say the stat line? No, you did not yet. Please share four tackles, one TFL, two sacks, one forced fumble, three QB hits. Have you a day, Dennis Gardak? Damn. I mean, it was a really nice matchup. Commanders yeah. O-line's really bad, but Sam Howe. Dennis Gardak is going to get a lot of snaps opposite Zayvon Collins. I mean, I think that they're going to sprinkle in some Cam Thomas there. But, I mean, if you're looking at talent-wise, Dennis Gardeck and Zayvon Collins are the two most talented edge rushers they have right now. Yeah, well, let's jump down to Zayvon Collins here. 14.9 points. Uh, Shout-out John. He had him at 59% of snaps. Uh, just two snaps off-ball linebacker. Uh, but he did get an interception. So the stat line there for Zayvon, 14.9 points, two assists, one INT, one fumble recovery, a PBU, uh, and like we said, 59% of snaps. So Zayvon Collins, we were kind of wondering how this experiment was going to go, Bobo, and a little lower snaps than I expected, but the alignment sounds like he's an edge rusher now. Zayvon is like a backwards player. He gets the big plays, but he doesn't always get the nice floor that we're yeah. looking for. You know, if he could increase the tackles or get, you know, I know a sack is a big play, but if he can continue to do the fumble recovery, inter- he has an odd interception every once in a while. If he could keep that up and get some more, like, easy tackles for us, um, this guy would be elevated even more because exactly like Adam's saying, Zavin and Gardeck are going to play a lot. You know, there's a lot of these gross defensive lines in the NFL right now. We just got done talking uh, before the episode about Yannick Ngakwe is going to play a bunch of gross snaps this year. There's just a bunch of weird situations where they're not necessarily the best edge rusher per se, but you're just going to see a lot of activity. So, um, anyways, gosh, what just happened there? That was Isaiah Hodgins got stripped. Oh, no. <laughs> so they're about to score again. So uh, should mention Funny. as well some guys that did not show up here in the top five. Kaiser White played 100% of snaps and had a very solid day, uh, 12.25 points, uh, nine total tackles. So don't worry about Kaiser. We should also mention that Buda Baker was 100% of snaps. Jalen Thompson was 97% of snaps. Uh, let's see how those guys finished up. So I think they just had a little bit of a down day. Yeah, yeah so Buddha had uh, five total tackles, and then Jalen Thompson had five total tackles. Yeah, five well. and a quarter points for Buddha, and then five and a quarter for Jalen as well. So safety, though, looks to be Buddha Baker, Jalen Thompson. That's been solidified now with Isaiah Simmons, Althador, uh, Zaven Collins is an edge rusher. Kaiser White is the LB1. So a lot of the questions that we had, I think, got answered this first week in Arizona, but uh, Bobo, I'm going to give you the solo cam here. Sure. And you're going to talk about the Washington Commanders because one of your flag plants is off to a phenomenal start. Sweaty boy Montez had 30 points in Big 3 scoring. Four solos, one assist, two TFLs, one and a half sacks, two forced fumbles, and one QB hit. Oh, man, I love to see it, even with Chase Young being a uh, 
Wasn't he a healthy scratch? No, he was just a, a bust. <laughs> yeah, a bust, apparently. No, he's out the first two weeks, maybe back for week three, but um, it's, it is uh, not looking great for Chase Young to start the season. Montez is starting off my flag plant pretty healthy. You know, to get a 10-sack season and start with one and a half in week one, I'm happy with. Plus five total tackles, a couple TFLs. Dude, I'm telling you, Montez is just a – he's a really, really good edge defender. He's a great edge one for a team that uh, – that doesn't get treated like such. But then let's also talk about Jonathan Allen, another yep. defensive tackle. There we go. 21.5 points, three solos, two TFLs, one sack, and three QB hits. Um, Jonathan Allen, healthy uh, defensive tackle to That's be right. taking in your best balls. Another, another defensive tackle we're feeling good about. DL2. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much every single week for you. And it's, then uh, I think we have to have the conversation, right, boys? Nah, let's uh, move on. Move it on. Hey, you've buried the hatchet now yeah. because of the shirt. <laughs> I the love shirt. Cameron Girl. That's my guy. <laughs> your guy from uh, whenever we did the last episode. Uh, 18 and a half points, 10 total tackles, including eight solos, one TFL, one pass breakup, 100% of snaps, 60% in the box. Cam Curl balled out, boys. We have to give him his flowers. We tried to tell you. <laughs> we did. We tried to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Don't uh, don't go back and listen to any of the previous podcasts to validate that, but we did try to tell you. And then also cracking the top five, we should mention, or, mention here to round things out, Deron Payne, 11.5 points, two solos, two TFLs, and a fumble recovery. My Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, uh, best ball stacks uh, are appreciative of this week. They so. are looking pretty healthy to start things out. Also, so, uh, to make a note, too, uh, Derek Forrest did play uh, thir- 100% of the snaps as well. So I think yes. Cam Curl and him both played every snap out there. So yeah, just two, pay attention. Two good safety options. Yep. Let's move to a game that uh, I did not expect to go. Actually, two games here back-to-back that I did not expect to go the way they did let's talk about the Steelers getting mollywopped by the San Francisco 49ers 30 to 7 and we'll start on the Niners side with uh, I know one of Joey the Tooth's favorite players because he is a 49ers fan uh, shout out Joey uh, Drake Jackson 32.75 points three solos two TFLs three sacks 20 sack yards three QB hits we had some high hope. At least I had high hopes for Drake Jackson. I've got a fair bit of exposure to him in best ball. Uh, did not expect this sort of output from week one, Bobo. Yeah, week one, uh, I didn't even know he got three. <laughs> I saw he had two, and uh, he just graced us with another one. To yeah, why not? The game. A little cherry on the Sunday. Yeah, Drake Jackson. I mean, there's opportunity there, you know. Uh, well done, Josh. Just an unbelievable mind here. Unbelievable. I don't even know what to say. You completely just took my breath away, pretty much. Well, we can also talk about the fact that Talanoa Hufanga and his beautiful hair, 22.05 points, five solos, a TFL, a pick, a pass breakup, 28 interception return yards. Addy, who's that guy there at number three, though, below Talanoa Hufunga? Oh, you mean Fred Warner, Josh? Oh, Freddie boy? 15 and a half points, <laughs> eight, <laughs> eight total tackles. I don't know what that voice was, but I'm horny and afraid. Sure. One TFL, one I heard it while up. watching Deuce Vaughn <laughs> try to get, it is pouring to, get there. to the edge. It is pouring in New York. Uh, he looks very small. Oh, he looks. He's a baby boy. Yeah, he, he is looks, a little baby. I look like Spud Webb. Five, uh, five. Charvarius Ward, he got himself a pick. We name dropped him on the uh, PFF preview with Macri. I think Macri said that was like his CB3 for the season. Yeah, wow. Yep. 14.1 points, uh, three tackles, INT, one pass breakup. Javon Hargrave got himself a sack in his San Francisco debut. 13.9 points, 
three total tackles, one TFL, one sack, one QB hit. He played 72% of the snaps. That's much better than what he was Beautiful. getting there in Philly. Yes, so. sir. This guy is going to eat see this year, folks. Yep. 22 Just sacks. Strap in. But talking about eating, boys, let's switch over Durr. to the Pittsburgh Steelers. There's a big old gap between the top scorer and the next guy because T.J. Watt gave us our first 50 burger of the season, 50.95 points, five solos, one TFL, three sacks, 17 sack yards, two forced fumbles, a fumble recovery, a pass breakup, and five QB hits. Take a bow, TJ Watt, your MVP for week one for IDP. Damn. Mm -hmm. That's impressive, boys. Damn, boys. This is what we talk about with TJ Watt, though. Yeah. Probably the highest ceiling in IDP, Yeah, but just the health. Did we mess up the ADP? Should he have gone closer to 101? Yeah. Probably some of his best balls. I mean, it was pretty much Mike yeah, at 101. Because I mean, if he if he does hit, it's, I think you win. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, if 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 you get TJ Watt healthy for a full season, mm-hmm. dude, yep. you're have you're gonna have this ain't gonna be his last 50 point no. game either. It's Mahomes. No, it's not. He's gonna maybe have two more of them. Yep. You know, he's just because this was against Brock Purdy, y'all. This was not like a rookie quarterback or some you know dumb dumb out there. Who, mm-hmm. well, yeah, one like Trey Lance. Yeah. Oh Trey. <laughs> Freaking idiot. They should have they Trey in this game. No, they put in uh, uh, the other guy. Um, who's other? Who's Dallas's other no, backup? Played Cooper, last Rush. Year. Cooper, Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. They're yeah. good. They should. Trey would have let him come back. <laughs> That's true. Bust. <laughs> Let's talk about a couple other guys, though. Alandon Roberts, 14.25 points. He played just 43% of the snaps, though, yeah. which hmm. was very, hmm. very surprising. That's what you need to pay attention to there, folks. Yep. 43% of the yeah. snaps. That's not great. That was the lowest of the group. Yes. Versus Quan here at 69%. Yeah. With 10.75 points, uh, nine total tackles, eight solos, one assist. Uh, Alandon Roberts had six solos, one assist, two TFLs. Uh, Alex Highsmith, nice little game, 10.25 points, uh, seven total tackles, and a TFL. Patrick Peterson was getting torched, but went for nine and a half points to assist two PBUs. Uh, let's look up and see what Holcomb did because uh, I think I'm he was, now. yeah, he, I think he was the 100% snap guy, wasn't he, he for the he, Steelers? He did have the most snaps. I don't know that it was 100. I think he was like 70. Was it really? He had uh, two solo tackles and three assists. Wow, so just a little bit of a down week there for um, for Cole Holcomb. I'm trying to find, though. Yeah. Yes, there was, 78%. You were right, so 68 total defensive snaps. Holcomb played 53 total, so 78%. 69% for Quan, 43% for Landon Roberts. As Macri noted in his tweet, not ideal for anyone. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick did play 100% of snaps, as we expected. We wondered who that safety two would be. Um, it's DeMonte KZ playing 72% of snaps, but um, Keanu Neal getting 49%, as Macri notes again, not ideal for a safety two. So not looking to really target any safeties outside of Minka Fitzpatrick. Um, any other notes here, boys, from uh, this game before we move on? Uh, Cam Hayward, big donut. Mm. So. Appreciate you for that, Cam. <laughs> yeah, don't panic, though. Oh, discount Aaron Donald. Thanks for that. <laughs> Make a trade offer for Cam Hayward. There may be some pissed off You really managers. should, though. That's a great trade target. Yes. Let's talk People about- always say, oh, he's washed up. He's old. He's 30. He is 35. But uh, Grown man. I think he'll be okay. Don't you dare insult him. He does this all the time. All the time. Let's talk about the next game, though. Another very surprising lopsided yeah. affair in uh, the Browns 
whooping up on the Bengals, 24-3. to And, uh, Addy, we're going to start off with the linebacker for the Bengals that you are a big fan of. Who was the Bengals' leading scorer this week? Mr. Jermaine Pratt, one of my favorite values for pretty much the last three, four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, 29.5 points, 11 total tackles, two TFLs, one sack, one forced fumble, one QB hit. Let's go, Jermaine Pratt. Great day for Jermaine Pratt. Uh Dax Hill, he had a nice game, too, 25 points. He had six total tackles, two TFLs, one INT, one pass breakup. Uh, I wonder if Macri put out in the, any of the usage for I haven't him. seen uh, any of them yet. Okay. Um, Trey Hendrickson, 17 points. He had three total tackles, one TFL, one sack, one pass breakup, one QB hit. B.J. Hill had a nice little uh, week one performance, 14 points. He had four total tackles, one sack, two QB hits. And then Logan Wilson, he had 12 points, um, eight total tackles, and one TFL. Or Mom's Meatloaf, as mm-hmm. they uh, nicknamed him on the after show. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Aaron was right. 12 points. It's like it's never going to like wow you, but it's going to be solid. I mm-hmm. think this is what we can expect from Logan Wilson, somewhere in that like 12 to 18 point range. Y'all probably both hate Meatloaf, don't you? I do. Not a big Meatloaf fan. Yeah. But See? apparently, uh, I think if you like it, you yeah. like it. Hey, I love it. See? Mm-hmm. I love it. I think it's either you're in or you're out. No, on meatloaf, I don't think in. anyone's like ambivalent on meatloaf. Meat loaf, what's the what's the what's hate? The, if if Logan Wilson is meatloaf, what's Jermaine Pratt? Because I want some of that. Yeah, <laughs> Give me seconds. He's a McRib. Jermaine Pratt's just always really a, effective. A McRib. <laughs> we need to clip that right there. <laughs> the McRib and then the heavy press. Yes. <laughs> and look into the camera. If someone could clip that, clip for, that us. for us. I'm going to have too much to do. So if you could clip that, I'd appreciate Mom's it. Mom's meatloaf and the McRib. The McRib. That's a great <laughs> linebacker combo. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about the Browns, though, boys. We're doing good on time. I'm proud of us. We're uh, less than an hour in, and we're about to wrap the early game. So. Speaking of poop. <laughs> Speaking of poop. Yeah, because of the McRib. Yeah, well. Uh, the Browns. The Browns, yes. Well, I was thinking the Elves since Jamar well, Chase called them the Elves. And uh, yeah, I that yeah. field logo is very off-putting, though. It's like a Keebler Elf looking. Yeah, dude. it's a little weird. We need to get rid of that. I'm Put the bit, dog on the field. I like Keebler Elves, though. Since he talks a little too much. They They do. They sure do. That was a stinker. Stinker, stinker. Mm -hmm. They got a lot of people going last year. Yes, they did. Number one player for the Browns. What happened there offensively? Was that just... I didn't watch a minute of that game other than what was on red zone. I mean, maybe maybe the Browns are for real. I mean, that defense is much improved. I saw on Twitter was Jim Schwartz has this defense playing better than they have ever played. Wow. And they have more talent than they've ever had. Yep. Yeah. So let's talk about some of that talent. yards. That's pretty good. Miles Garrett, pretty good. Nineteen point eight <laughs> points uh, as far as the defense goes. Not he's good got for, the big rib on his mind. Yeah, not good it for the good. quarter million dollar man in Joe Burrow. Uh, two solos, one TFL, one sack, thirteen sack yards, four QB hits. Uh, Grant Delpit, eighteen point five, seven solos, one assist, one TFL, one PBU, one QB hit. I think you all talked up Grant Delpit yeah. on the preview pod. I know Macri loves Delpit. Yeah, uh, Zadarius Smith had a nice little debut in Cleveland, thirteen and a half points, two assists, one PBU, four QB hits. You're gonna hear the scoring for a lot of the guys we're recapping, juiced because we score QB hits mm-hmm. in our league. Which, which if you, you have the option to do that, we would recommend it because um, it is a it is a play that really affects the quarterback's state of mind. Mm-hmm. If you are getting hit continuously over and over and over again, you are going to make 
poor decisions as a quarterback. So that is an important stat. If you can score it, you should. Uh, Ogbania Okorongwo was next up, 13.45 points. And then Denzel Ward uh, Denzel Ward rounds things out. <laughs> Denzel, what did I even say? Denzel Ward. <laughs> Denzel Ward, 8.5 points, three solos, one assist, one pass breakup. So uh, some solid... Solid numbers. Notice, though, folks, you don't see any linebackers, though, in the top five. So let's pull up the old sleeper log and see what the Browns were doing. Uh, but a great debut for Miles Garrett. Top, I think he was four, five or six in the yeah, ADP. So pretty much five. Yeah, really solid, though, debut. What, it, yeah, what do these linebackers do? I can't find them. Let's see here. I know, um, so we had Sione Takitaki had three points. Uh, Obusu Koromoa had three points. Hey, Rodney McLeod had four points. Let's go, Rodney. Um, and then Anthony that's Walker point eight. Yeah, not great, Bob. Not so great. Uh, yeah, what's going on there? I mean, that's that's got to be like the lowest combined output of, from linebackers I think I've ever seen. Okay, what? so JOK seventy five percent of snaps. Anthony Walker sixty one percent. Sione Taki Taki forty one percent. That's gross God. all the way around. I don't like that. That's at all. the other not ideal for anyone. Total uh, fade uh, on the linebacker side. I feel like. But that's kind of the conversation that we had, and nobody really felt like there was a clear answer in we the offseason. We haven't off felt good about it all offseason. Yeah. yeah, it's like, uh, what's the answer? None of them. Yeah. Tony None Fields. Of them. I mean, I was taking Anthony Walker because, like, he was mm-hmm. LB60. Yeah. But, it, like, you know. Gosh, JOK, 75% of snaps, and that's what he did. Yep. Um, that's gross. Because you could you could hold your nose and say, well, if he got 98% of snaps and put that out, okay, fine, right? Yeah. But that's not and, that's not great. And maybe maybe it's just a game. You I know, think it's just a weird Burrow game. had a lot of incompletions. Yep. Nobody gets his point. You know, nobody gets any uh, stats for that. No sustained drive for, yep. for Cincy. Yeah, yeah, I think we can maybe chalk it up just some weirdness. Yeah, those. but there's none of those I'm really going to try to acquire right now. Yeah. I'm not really trying to slide in to get JOK right now at a discount. I just – even in a good game, I don't know that any of these are going to be good. But surely one of those linebackers is going to be like a LB3-4 type for Maybe, us. Maybe. But even know. if JOK is, or Anthony Walker is, their health has never been yeah. sustainable. It's true. And also, like, it's is it an asset that's going to true. really do much for you yeah, gr- weekly, get, on a weekly really. basis? No. Th- th- Maybe waiver wire fodder, but right now I'm not seeing these guys as startable at all. Uh, no. Even in deeper leagues. I'm no. looking elsewhere. Uh, Grant Delpit is maybe the IDP outside of the You want the defensive lineman. I think you could feel comfortable starting all of those guys. Look, let's see snaps, but like Oboe, Zadarius, Miles Garrett, feel great about those guys. Feel good about Delpit. Is that it? I mean, yeah. I, I feel like that pretty much summarizes the Browns that you want to pay attention to. I feel like to. people are pretty over uh, JOK. Even when yeah. he's healthy, he's yeah. just he's never just been there. not that guy, pal. Yep. Next up here, Chargers, Dolphins. Do it. I think it's this one. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that Man, guy. Look at me with that pull. They're still sacking Daniel Jones. Dorrance with another sack. Let's talk about Oh, my gosh. And another. Chargers, Dolphins. Dolphins get the 36-34 win. We mentioned it earlier in the show. Welcome to week one, Daniel. Yeah, that Jalen Phillips had the game-sealing sack, and we'll get to the Dolphins here in just a second. Is this the best defensive line in football? I think it's the best defense in football. The Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. We had this conversation a while back. We did the top DSTs. Yeah, but I'm saying defensive line. Defensive line. Man, um, it's a it's a debate for another time. Sorry, Joshua. Yeah, I'm trying to keep us on track. They're here. up there. Uh, as far as the Chargers go, not a lot really worth noting here. Uh, Derwin James, 19 points. Eric Kendricks, 11 points. 
Alohe uh, Gilman. I think y'all uh, talked about him a little bit on the preview pod. With yeah, we're just, we were just curious. You know, I was just curious, like who's that second safety going to be there? And uh, yeah, it's it's Gilman, and great start for him. I mean, can you expect that every week? No, no. but um, that was pretty cool. It was it was good. good. Chills. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh Lord. Man. Somebody clip that, please. Damn. Uh, yeah, so that's really, I think, all we need to touch on from the Chargers there. No day on um, Henley. Kind of disappointing. Yeah, Kenneth Murray was, I saw this earlier, so Kenneth Murray, uh, it's always fun scrolling through. Yeah, so Kendricks was 100% of snaps. Kenneth Murray was 90%. Don't care. The clock is ticking on Kenneth Murray. Uh, not not going to buy into him at all. What was the snaps? 90%. Wow. It is high, but let's see what his output was because he did not crack the top five. Uh, in fact, he had... Uh, three points. He had 3.25 points. Damn, 90%. Yeah, so not interested. Just not a guy. I bet the PFF grades were asked he is. He was not a guy. Dayon. Yeah, he probably was. Dayon's coming. Dayon Day is coming, but let's talk about the Miami Dolphins. Addy, uh, Cater Kohu. We mentioned him a little bit just as like a, hey, Jalen Ramsey's out. Look yeah. at Cater Kohu. Uh, Javon Holland, uh, 19 points. Cater Kohu had 21 points. Javon Holland, 14 tackles. Yeah. Let's go, Javon Holland. I'm glad um, he's healthy. I, I want to see the alignment on him because yes. I feel like he might have gotten some box. Yeah, he did it last year a little bit. They or, can, there were some news stories about like uh, Vic Fangio maybe using Holland in that way, right? That would be huge for I him. I swear I think I saw that or heard that this offseason. Uh, just a great debut from Jalen Phillips, though, Addy. 18 points, 11 total tackles, and a sack. We mentioned that he had the game ceiling play. So, I mean, it's a feels, Max Crosby type line. I mean, those 11 tackles. Yes. I mean, there's not a lot of edge guys that do that type stuff. I mean, if, that, that makes you perk up because we know the sack upside is going to be there. It feels like this may be Jalen's defense now. Oh. It may feel like – it feels like to me this is now his team Yeah, I think as so. far as at least the defensive side of the ball. I think so, man. What an exclamation mark he put on it there at the end too. Week yes, one, 11 tackles, one sack. Beautiful. Week one. And he should have yeah. had more. Again, the pressures – I know the PFF grades are going to look – Damn good tomorrow. Yep. I know he's going to have close a, lot of pressures. a lot He definitely was. Yep. So we should mention Zach Sealer. Yeah. Uh, 15 points, defensive tackle. He's a sneaky good, like, back sure end is. D tackle, too. Sure is. Um, and then is that, uh, is that Deshaun Elliott? Yep. That is bringing up the rear here with uh, 14 points DB for Miami, 13 tackles. Mm-hmm. So these DBs be racking up some tackles in Miami. Now, the big story, though, is the linebacker usage. I know. Let me get this pulled up here. Jerome Baker, 100% of the snaps. Yes, it was Jerome Baker, 100%. And then your boy. AVG, Mr. Average. That's right. Andrew Van Ginkle, 64% of snaps. snaps. David Long, 17 total snaps, 21%. John notes that he couldn't find any kind of injury concerns. So much like Brian Osamoa, uh, one of our hype, do- hype darlings early on in the season but i think i don't know that i'm cutting david long but i'm setting i'm not starting him until further notice i'm probably cutting him i wouldn't blame you if you did i think it depends on league depth um, i think he's gonna be okay. i don't know what's going on that I was mean, weird that is weird he's better than andrew van ginkle like Surely i know that God. for sure i think he's better than jerome baker too uh but, but you know they just brought him in on a one-year deal i mean they don't they're not attached to this guy we see that a lot but actually. they brought him in though they did bring him in. And it wasn't like looked, an existing asset. In preseason, he looked great. And like, I know. He was getting the snaps as like the LB1 or 2 all throughout the offseason. I know. Just, I think it's a bad start. I would just be patient. Yeah. I think uh, I think it could turn around, but I am setting him down. I'm not rolling him out week two after that kind of usage. So, next game here, boys. Raiders. You done with him? I've traded him. I've traded him and JOK. In the offseason, I was just kind of over it. 
Let a little of the hype come around. David Long's got a new spot. JOK, there's nobody there. Somebody else can figure Peace that out. crap out. Yeah. I don't blame you. I don't blame you if you want to be out on David Long. That is very discouraging usage yeah. uh, week one. But, you know, and it's it's even if we do miss on David Long, the ADP was like LB40. Exactly. Yeah, not, a, not a big not a big whiff. And I think it's, I think it's, I mean, it, the book's not written on him. Yet. Yeah. Just be patient. Chill out. All buddy. right. Raiders get the 17 16 win. Close case. Yeah. Glad we figured that one out week one. Man. You can jettison him into space. Uh, so yeah. Raiders get the win week one over the Denver Broncos. Uh, Kareem Jackson. Came back, uh, I think, later in the offseason. He was the leading scorer for Denver. Uh, 15 points, four tackles, and an INT. Uh, Patrick Cade Stearns out for the year. Is he I really? Think. I'm pretty sure he I suffered see a major that. injury. That sucks. Yeah. I think Marcus Williams potentially torn pec. Yep. Yes. Uh, we should mention as well. that I think that was the early diagnosis. I haven't seen an update yet, but pay attention on Marcus Williams' uh, safety for the Ravens there. Um, but, yeah, Kareem Jackson, nice little debut. Patrick Sertan uh, has 15 points. Uh, and then Alex Kingleton, uh, 14 points on eight tackles. Zach Allen, we mentioned him, kind of a defensive tackle, edge rusher, kind of hybrid, 10 points on five tackles. So, uh, Josie Jewell, though, I think got the lion's share of the snaps but did not have the best week one. I'm going to yeah. pull up his log to see what he was doing here. Uh, it looks like looks like Josie Jewell was, yeah, five points. So uh, 5.6 tackles. So not a stellar debut for Josie Jewell, but uh, I'm not worried about Mr. Jewell. Yeah. And Kingleton is who we thought he was. Yep, guy can tackle. <laughs> yep, that's really it. That's all we need to know about the Denver Broncos. So let's talk about the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Nate Hobbs, we've talked about him all offseason. Phenomenal start in even DB leagues. I'm fine starting Nate Hobbs, even in like a sleeper league with a DB designation, uh, 21 points, 12 tackles, uh, really a solid start from Max Crosby as well. Bobo 19 points, five tackles, one sack. Uh, it was nice to see both linebackers get some shine this game. Divine yep. Diablo, 16 points on nine uh, nine tackles. And then Big Bob Spillane, 10 points on seven tackles. So, so shout out Macri there on 64 defensive snaps. Uh, Spillane played 100%, and then Diablo played 94%. Was a little surprised to see Spillane get more snaps, but these are both every yeah. down linebackers, it seems like. Yeah. yeah. Masterson was the only other one that kind of cycled in. But uh, Diablo actually outscored uh, Spillane in week one. But I, I do feel like both of these guys are going to be um, – Diablo's the sexier name, so it's going to be harder to acquire Diablo. But um, Just traded him. Heck, you, you? Could, you could roll out a Cody Barton, Robert Spillane stack in your linebacker spots and be just fine. Yep. I think you need to check your waivers for Spillane, Barton, um, in, in more of your casual redraft leagues. You, I picked up Spillane recently in in a league like that. You and said I mean, you just traded Diablo? Just traded Diablo. I got traded a... Traded him? Traded away. him away. Okay. Yep, because I know everyone loves Diablo. I got a I got a second next year, and I gave up. It was Diablo in like two fours That's to, nice. get, to get a second. We should mention Diablo was one hundred percent of snaps. Jamin Davis sixty five percent, and Not that's great. one of those. And for context, that's one of those leagues where I literally had like seven solid linebackers. Like Jermaine Pratt was like my LB five. Yeah. So, wow, that's nice. So I wanted to get rid of. I'm not getting a second for Jermaine Pratt yeah. probably anyway. Maybe, maybe I can now. Maybe I can now. Yeah. 
Probably not. I think Jermaine Pratt's going to ball this year. Yeah. Personally. I do, too. Does he outscore Logan Wilson? I'm going to call it here, yes. Let's go. Another little flag plant. Wow. Love to see it. Wow. McRib He over is that guy, pal. Yeah. I mean, we know he's, he's, he's eating a, the McRib. He's already got a nice little head start on him. That he does. Y'all ever watch <laughs> them cook the McRib? Oh, it's not a. It's yeah. Ooh, it's I don't want to see him cook anything. In it's like yeah. the, it's I don't like, want to see the behind the scenes. Aren't at all. the nuggets like pink sludge? Yes. It's like the uh, like the Adam mentality on Taco Bell. Just go get your Taco Bell. Find a dark parking lot. Right. Get it in your body and just, you just keep the lights close off. Your eyes. Look at the phone. Watch football. That's right. Eat it. Just shove it. Pray yeah. for forgiveness and get it in your body. Have some type of video that you're watching where you don't you just don't you're not thinking <laughs> about the food that you're eating. The yeah. brain is distracted. Fire yeah. sauce to kind of you know. Yeah. Right. Is well, hair. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't no, care. I don't care. Just floss. It's uh, it's there for later. Get the food nah, out of my Nate teeth. Hobbs. That's a that's a twelve tackles in week one. Talk about gonna ball. Yeah, Nate Hobbs yeah. gonna eat boys. Yep. Yeah, that's He's that's maybe really the uh, and that's that's a candidate for that's the, CB1, the right? corner with the most tackles. Yep, that's Nate Hobbs. A really good candidate. Did y'all for. watch this game at all? Did Russ look? He looked okay. Really? Russ he looked, looked okay. okay. And actually, I thought... Rolling out. I thought the Raiders looked somewhat okay. I mean, yeah. Jacoby Myers was balling. Yeah. I mean, you know, Jimmy G was able to fling it a little more than I thought he would. Huh. But still, it's not a team. That team's going to suck. That team's going to be bad. Yeah. I mean, they looked okay week one. We Got didn't the mention duck. the uh, Chandler Jones stuff. I yeah. mean, we talked about it with Macri, but... Um, He's going through a lot of stuff right now. It feels I, like the way his New England exit happened with some, what was he? He was uh, in the, in a police station, like shirtless. Like, am I remembering this correctly? That Oh, um, was that him? I mean, that may have been someone else, but he had a sort of a, a inglorious exit from New England as well, I thought. Yeah, that might be right. So with just a kind of similar, very weird circumstances, I mean, I still haven't been able to piece through everything that's gone on with Chandler Jones. Yeah. but someone that seems like he, yeah, he might struggle with, mental health a little bit so you, you hope for the best for him you but really it's, do it's just uh unfortunate hate to see it right especially you know with this I know. season here and all that stuff now yeah. someone that we were excited about um but we'll see he, yeah he, you hope he's he, okay he might get a, a shot somewhere else so you hope so just stay tuned all right babo i'm gonna cue you up here give you the solo cam on the next game the raiders i'm sorry the rams pull off the probably most shocking upset of the week uh, beating the Seahawks 30-13. to 13. This wasn't just like a close game that came nah. down to a field goal. Uh, they beat the Seahawks pretty bad. Let's talk about some of the top scores for the Rams. Who do we got here at the top of the list? I think it's a player you are well acquainted with. Ernie J, 18 points on nine tackles. He had three TFLs that I know of. Um, Ernest Jones, just step into the light, young man. Your LB1 season is here. Don't go into the light, but step into the light. Step into it. Yeah. I said it right. Yeah, you did right. You shut your mouth. I'm just saying, don't go into the light, but step into it. Hit him. <laughs> I don't want I don't want Ernest Jones to pass away. That's all I was soon. trying to We're get after. We're fighting soon. Uh, another guy that I kind of like for this year, Byron Young, 11 yes. points. He had four tackles and one sack because there's nobody Byron. else there. Aaron Donald actually had a sack to go with four tackles and nine points also. Um, Michael Hocked. Michael Hacked. Hoiked. Uh, eight uh, points. He had three tackles and one sack in Big Three scoring. So, yeah, the Rams, uh, Ernest Jones, we thought he did yep. what we thought he was going to do. Exactly. Aaron Donald does what he always does. Byron Young is going to be a guy who's probably on your waivers. Um, I'm interested in Byron Young. I'd be interested to know what y'all think. But yeah. He's going to play. AD. Yeah. AD looks fantastic. Yep. I mean, he was moving very well. 
I'm interested in what happened with the uh, safety breakdown. Mm-hmm. Who was getting the snaps? So a was, lot of Jordan Fuller in the East. Yeah, there wasn't as much John Johnson as I mm. thought in Week One, but yeah. maybe that's an acclimation thing. Jordan Fuller was a seven point five points, eight total tackles. So, and you know, I mean, this is the this is this game was the most shocking of all the games. I, I think. agree. Just yeah. the final outcome of it. What if the Rams are good now? You know, I mean, what if what if they actually are solid? I mean, I think that maybe you could see them. Uh, lean more on the veterans as the season goes on, right? Yeah, it's going to be weird if the Rams are good because then the whole, like, jettison Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup and maybe trade Matt Stafford, maybe that plan is, like, Caleb Williams, like, who? Like, I I don't know. I know there were a lot of people that were commenting, like, how well the Cardinals were playing early on, and all of a sudden, like, I guess nobody really likes Caleb Williams that much. Like, we'll just try to win. And the Rams just sitting there kind of licking their chops. And then after the Rams game, it was like, well, maybe they don't want him either. That's possible. Puka Nakua, Tutu Atwell. Yeah, what's going on there? Kyron Williams outscoring it's Cam Akers. It's a youth movement. Dude, the, the key is Matt Stafford. Matt yes. Stafford is still a really, really freaking good quarterback. Yeah. Um, he played out of his mind, I that's saw. That's what I told Connor. I, I saw Connor before we got together, and uh, that's what I was like, man, Matt Stafford deserves so much more credit than we've been giving him lately. Like, yeah. that dude is legit good. Like, to, to with that supporting cast to do what he did today and, like, give those receivers, these no-name receivers. One of the most impressive wins, I'd say, of his career. Has to be. Considering the opponent. What's, uh, what's Puka going to be? Is he going to be the acquisition for the week? A hundred percent. That's yeah. kind of what Cooper I think. Cooper Cup's out for until week five. Outside. He's the wide receiver one. And out. then, I mean, you get him back. I mean, what's that going to look like when you get Cooper Cup back? Dude, I think that that was a lot of the problem last year is that they didn't have a Robert Woods. And if you noticed early on, they gave Puka Robert Woods' his number. He's 17. Um, mm. I think if you have two viable options now and maybe even Tutu Atwell is something, maybe it just took, you know, a couple years for him to get acclimated. Um it was nice to see McVay run the ball some because McVay sometimes can get away from the rush. But anyways, not to talk too much offensively. Ernest Jones is the guy you want. Uh, I'm so thankful for Ernest Jones. Now we get to see a hundred percent snap share to see what a you know a, a he's gonna be so good this full year. Healthy. Jones IV. Oh yeah, I like that. Is he the fourth? Yeah. Oh, man, that's fun. Notice that today. Love that. Well, his old running mate for Seattle, Bobby Wagner, just said, hey, let me hold 19 total tackles in week one. Uh, 22 points for Bobby Wagner. And then the uh, next name on the list here, Addy, I was very excited to see a guy that you like a lot at the safety position. Yeah, Julian Love, nine tackles, 14 points in his Seattle Seahawks debut, so... Had a nice pass, like batted down, I saw. Like I said, I was only kind of popping in on this game on red zone, but I was like, oh, there's Julian Love doing his thing. And we should mention the surprising storyline is Jordan Brooks. Yeah, we owe an apology. Yes, we really do. 11 points and 12 total tackles. I mean, this was a shocking win for the Rams. This may be the most shocking outcome IDP-wise for week one, in my opinion. It's a medical miracle. miracle. It really is. It truly is. It's like in the same ballpark as, like, Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Like, where, you know, he came back, and I think he put up, like, he had the MVP season. The the year, I think, he tore his ACL. A surgery. Coming off of. Yes. Surgery for his ACL in January. In January. And now we're in September, and the dude just put up a a game. 12 tackles. Yeah, I mean, they got their ass whipped. So, we'll see what the PFF grades look like. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean... That's that's awesome, and I mean someone that his 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 dynasty value already gets a bump up now. Oh yeah, I mean he's already back. He's yeah. back. You know, that was the concern. Yep. The concern was that he he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna be himself if he did come back. Well, dude, mm-hmm. dude's already back and he's he looks great putting up 
you know, Do, doubles the tackles again. We don't know the snaps though, right? No, we have not seen. No, that but yet. I mean, I'd say it's I'd, I mean seventy percent at it's least. Got to be at least. Devin Bush was a non-factor. It seems. No, like. uh, it was Jordan Brooks. He played a lot. Yeah. I want to wow. talk a little bit That's about shocking. Kobe. Kobe Bryant too. Uh, Twelve points on nine tackles. Kobe Bryant was a guy in the um, preseason that played a lot of safety. Um, out of the cornerback kind of position. He was labeled as a cornerback on sleeper, but played a lot of safety um, in the box. So I will be very interested to see how all this stuff shakes out. Where did Julian Love play? Where did Kobe Bryant play? How many snaps did Jordan Brooks get? Um, and then that line, that line, there's not really, Uchenna didn't do much there. They didn't really get a whole lot of pressure on what I thought was going to be a bad Rams offensive line. But hey, it's week one. Maybe we don't know everything that we thought we did. Yeah, we uh, should mention uh, Devin Bush, one tackle. Uh, for, let's see, it was 1.25 points. So he had one solo tackle. So probably not playing a lot. Thing with the Rams, shout out Bill Simmons, but I mean, just the perfect nobody believes in us team. Truly. I mean, really. No one did. We talked so much trash about them all offseason. I think most people have. And then, you know, they lose Cup right before the the season kicks off. Like, this team sucks. This team's done. How are they going to move the ball? Going to Seattle week one. We love Seattle. (laughs) So are y'all back in? Because I still think the Rams are going to stink. I mean, I think they're going to win like six games, seven games. I thought thought they're going to win one. Okay, I didn't think they were going to be that bad. I thought they're going to be bad. Um, I say at most, like I, I could see like a three or four win season. Yeah. But if Stafford's going to play out of his mind, if they get six, seven wins, that's a successful season based it's on that lo- roster. It's a lot to ask for a 35 year old Matt. It's Stafford. kind of a bad success though, because you're yeah, you need to putting yourself lose. out of the running for Matthew Stafford's replacement. But I do kind of like the one, two punch of Kyron and Cam Akers. Cause I don't really believe in Cam Akers and I also don't really believe in Kyron. Um, but man, you know, here's the other thing too about Cooper Cup is like everybody's like, well, Cooper Cup's gonna come back in week five. Sometimes these hamstrings are, sometimes are weird. I wouldn't trust it. You know, yeah. hamstring makes me very yeah. nervous. It's a thirty plus. It's like a high ankle type thing. It hey, uh, bothered Keenan all last year. Didn't yep, it? yep. Hammies just tend to persist. That's mm-hmm. what they do. Hey, shout out John. Uh, that's why you should listen to this show because we can just message John Macri and be like, Jordan Brooks snap percentage sixty four percent. Wow. Okay. So. Little less even than what I thought. Racking up that many tackles on just 64% of snaps. That's disappointing, though. John, if you lived here, you could have gotten that info to us a whole lot faster. Uh You could have been here. You could have been in the chat. You could have been eating McRibs with us. Hey, if you move in, we'll put you on this this here edge of the table, and then we'll We'll reconfigure the camera. We'll see the back of your head. We'll do the camera (laughs) from the... It'll just rotate. It'll be one of those 360 cameras. Bird's eye view cam. There we go. Next game up here, boys. Uh, This was... Kind of a weird game. It was another kind of rainy game. Um, but the Eagles hold on and beat the New England Patriots 25-20. to 20. On the Eagles' side, um, some interesting performers. Uh, we'll talk about their linebackers here in just a minute. But Darius Slay, 34 points. He had the pick six that helped boost his uh, finish a lot. Uh, three tackles. Uh, Reed Blankenship, we should mention, 11 tackles. So shout out Evan Ronda. Slay also got... Put on skates. Uh, who did they play? The Patriots. The Patriots I, I think yeah. it was um, Kendrick Bourne, or maybe it was Butte. Uh, made look dumb at some point in the game. So, anyways, yeah, Slay's fine, but I'm not going to grab him right now. We wondered if Jordan Davis would be an IDP factor, and at least in game one, he yeah. was. 18 points, six tackles, one sack, one forced fumble. Avante Maddox, 18 points on six tackles, and then Jalen Carter, mm-hmm. 12 points, one tackle, one sack. Um, 
It was yeah. a defensive tackle day for the it Eagles. It was. It really the was. Josh Sweat and Hassan Reddick really didn't do that much. Milton Williams was actually in on some plays, but just didn't put a whole lot of stats up. Um, Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter are going to be uh, phenomenal. Fearsome, fearsome duo. That's going to be a tough little uh, team to play against. So uh, the linebacker situation. Zach Cunningham, 88% of snaps. N'Kobe Dean, uh, 49 total snaps. He was injured in quarter three, did not return. Christian Ellis, 34 snaps. He is the next man up. If Dean misses time, we mentioned the safeties. Reed Blankenship, 98% of snaps. Justin Evans is the safety, too, at least according to this week. 96% of snaps. Terrell Edmonds, just 10 snaps. So, arrow down emoji as John has in his tweet. Shout out to Evan. Reed Blankenship. I know, right? Reed, Blank- <laughs> Reed Blankenship lives. Who could have imagined it? Uh, Evan did. Yeah. Uh, Patriots side of things. Christian Gonzalez had a nice debut. Twenty-three points, seven tackles, one sack. Matthew Judon. Here he is once again. Hey, September. Going to be turning into a pumpkin around Halloween. Seventeen points, three tackles, one sack. Uh, Jabril Peppers. Mm. Uh, Fourteen points on six tackles did and one see, forced fumble. Did you see that hit on Jalen Hurts? I did not. Hurts came through uh, almost for a first down, and Peppers came through and crushed Jalen Hurts for the. Uh, that was his forced fumble. Oh, there you go. It was a nasty tackle. Yep. The force fumble then on Jalen Hurts. Uh, Juwan Bentley, 11 points, 9 tackles. And then Josh Uche, 10 points, 1 tackle, 1 sack. You know what I thought about when I saw this earlier? This is going to maybe be aggravating because Judon is hard to look away from an IDP. Uh, Peppers, 6 tackles, 1 force fumble. Bentley, do we maybe need to pay attention to him now? Josh Uche, are we going to have to start thinking about starting these guys, you know? Yeah. It's kind of been the whole, you know, kind of pay attention to them, but don't start them type situation, but we might have to now. Yeah, I think Bentley's a great option this year. Yep. I mean, someone that's just going to rack up tackles. That's what he's done his entire career, but I think you could maybe see him have his largest snap share of his career this year. They just paid him this offseason, right? They gave him like a nice two-year, decent dollar deal, I believe. Yep, they did. Um, Let's pay attention to this real quick, too. Macri did put out Kyle Duggar played 100% of snaps. Jabril Peppers played 88% of snaps, even though Duggar really didn't, you know, do a whole lot in the game. Um, Duggar played 22 in the box. Jabril Peppers played 19 in the that's box. A, that's a pretty interesting little split. It is. Marcus Jones only 5.85 points this week. One tackle, one fumble recovery. I don't know if he just didn't get a lot of return opportunities yeah. or what, but I'm interested to see his his usage and see how many snaps he got because he needs to to do both. I mean, he needs yes. to be a corner and do and get these return yards. I did four, notice, point, four points for Duggar. I did notice that today it didn't seem like there were like the whole uh the new rule in the NFL, there weren't a whole lot of kicks being yep. returned. Yep. They're yeah. just letting them go from here on out. So the that whole kick gonna, return that's gonna nerf yard kick is return be annoying quite a bit. If you don't have a good punt returner. Yeah, you want yep. a good you want the punt returners, not the kick returners this year. Dallas Flowers, uh Keyson Nixon. Keyson right. Nixon, I think, maybe a cheat code this year. I benched year. him in our main league. That I could have be a lot of regrets. Dude, that Keyson? could be the Marcus yeah. Jones this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. easily. So, last game here, boys. Uh, we, we can pull up Giants-Cowboys now that the game is over and just kind of riff on that as well. But the last game we have prepped here in the dock is Packers 38, Bears 20. Uh, let's kick things off with Quay Walker. Addy, I know you said you were very high on Quay. He uh, has 27 points, four tackles. He had a pick six. Uh, so that helped boost the stats quite a bit. We'll talk about these snaps here in just a moment. Uh, Devontae, One hell of a return, though. It was. I mean, it was sick. D- I mean, let's give him his credit. Yes, that was ridiculous. It. Looked it like a damn running back out there. Yeah. 
He's uh, Aaron Jones banged up. Yes, sir. (laughs) The the number seven looks good on Quay. Number six looks great on Denzel Perryman. I like Uh, some of these linebackers can pull off the single digits very easily. Uh, Devontae Wyatt, 22 points, three tackles, two sacks. We we mentioned Keyshawn Nixon there, 18 points, uh, seven tackles. He did have some return yards in there as well. Razul Douglas, I know Johnny shouted him out on the cornerback streaming podcast because you think, oh, let me start Jair Alexander. No, you want Razul Douglas and Keyshawn Nixon. And then Kenny Clark, 15 points, three tackles, one sack, one Uh forced fumble. Yeah, this is a great matchup. I mean, you know, anytime you're playing against the Bears and Justin Fields, Justin Fields led the NFL in sacks for quarterbacks last year. So, I mean, it's going to happen. He looked bad. Yeah, is this a concerning game for the Bears? Hell yes. Yeah. I I would not – a lot of – just confident takes about Justin Fields this offseason. Everyone MVP painting stuff. him everyone painting him as like the next Jalen Hurts. Yeah, let's like let's slow down. down just a little bit. Who was it that said that? They were talking about the MVP stuff. With he was the, the he was the betting favorite, I'm sure because the odds were really good. But well, you know, it's all like the DJ Moore talk was oh DJ Moore's gonna have his best year of his career. It's like mm, yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know about all that. Uh so we should mention the linebackers. Uh t- 74 defensive snaps. Devontae Campbell played 55 Total snaps, Quay Walker, 49. But first through the third quarter, 46 snaps, Quay Walker played 100% of snaps through the first three quarters. Try mm. blowout. Yes, whereas Devondre Campbell played just 32 that's a total big, snaps, which is 70%. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. It's a big deal. And you so, got to remember that, folks. Some of these, you know, some of these snap shares are going to look different depending on how the game gets played if it's out of hand i mean they're going to pull starters and the snap shares are going to look a little different so i mean you you do have to sometimes look even deeper than just the snap shares yep look at the splits like john did here for us so uh yes great game for quay walker my flag plant devondre campbell slow start 7.25 points seven tackles so we'll see how the split continues to shake out for the linebackers there are we gonna have to pay attention to devonta wyatt Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think so. He I was already, so I think, a top 15 defensive tackle for us in the dynasty. Like ranks. you said, though, so, good matchup. Great matchup, right. Mm-hmm. That but, helps. But, I mean, this was a guy that he's was. He's shown some stuff. Yeah, he had a lot of hype for good reason. And, I mean, he's got a really, really good supporting cast there in, in uh, Green Bay. So, yeah, All right. I like him. Let's wrap up with the Bears. Unique Ngakwe, 18 points, four tackles, one sack. The linebackers clocking in at two and three. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards both have 14 points. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds did it on seven tackles, so he must have had some TFLs or QB hits in there. Uh, TJ Edwards just had 14 tackles. So he was like, let me do all of this through tackling. And Jaquan Brisker, 12 points, seven tackles. Um, so a lot of our big name IDP. I mean, I think this is the rundown in terms of like the IDPs I'm interested in. Those are the in. ones you're starting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, what's his face? The safety. Eddie Jackson probably should have mm-hmm. been in the mix. Kyler yeah. Gordon, Kyler Marcus Gordon. Walker. Kyler Gordon, dude. Come dead, on, dead bro. Dead to me. You Eddie, cost me 600 bucks, <laughs> bro. Almost hit on a five-leg parlay on uh, underdog. One tackle the, uh, today. One, one tackle. His, his over-under was three tackles. One tackle. One tackle. Come on, dude. Come through. He didn't do that at all last year. I mean, last year was like every game was like at least five or six. I'm sure tackles. you pushed that button. You're like, oh, hell yeah, Kyler Gordon can get that many tackles. It was like a layup. I had that one, you know. In a, a few of them. Yeah. So, Kyler Gordon, you're in timeout, and we'll tell you when you can come out of your room. Yeah. Uh, but He'll be dropped, though, maybe, and he's a solid add for cornerback yeah. leagues. He's going to be all right. Yeah, what would you think of a Jordan Love and the Packers there, Bobo? Kind of interesting. Yeah. Romeo Dobbs. 
And when they get Christian Watson back, who was like wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Um, but now is it, it, it was also, it was a great matchup for love. Sure. It I mean, was. You couldn't have asked for a better one than that. That's true. So, um, it's early is, is, are the bears? I mean, is that defense is, is that like the worst defense in the league? No, I mean, it's still really bad. Their line is really bad, but even though, but I mean, where they spent the money was at linebacker. Yeah. yeah. It's Tremaine and TJ Edwards. And Those now you've your, got Yannick coming off the edge. I want to see Jack else. Sanborn snap count. Cause I know they were running out quite yeah. a bit. Three linebacker sets. Cause we saw his line on underdog. Yeah. His line his was like line was six like tackles, six tackles. I was like, what are we, what are we doing here? Yeah. And I think he got he went he did get on like only four tackles so that was a good one but he got more snaps than we I thought. know we thought he wasn't gonna get like any snaps Ryan Pace very surprising Ryan Pace definitely did it backwards yeah, he spent too much money on linebackers and then had to go reach for ten million dollar Yannick there at the end yeah we should mention Demarcus Walker did play seven and a half points two tackles uh, I wanted to see Eddie Jackson yeah was uh, eight points four tackles. And uh, I wanted to see Sanborn's output here. Yeah, so he had 3.25 points on three tackles. So Mm -hmm. three total tackles, I should say. So there you go. That is the Packers-Bears. Let's just pull up. TJ Edwards did also give up that long uh, Aaron Jones catch for a touchdown. Are we surprised? No. Yeah. So let's pull up here just real quick because I'm sure it is already updated because uh, sleepers – Scoring should have inputted already, but let's look at Giants and Cowboys to see who popped in this game. So, uh, Deron Bland is the leading scorer from both teams. Sure. 20 points. He had a pick six, it looks like, an interception and a touchdown. Potential cheat code type, too, because he gets return yards. Uh, I think he does maybe punt and kick returns. I'm not sure, but I know he gets return yard work. Yeah, so uh, Dorrance Armstrong, he had two tackles and a sack, 16 points. Micah Parsons, 15 points, two tackles. And a sack, uh, Stefan Gilmore, 14 points. Ose Odigizua, 13 points, well three done. tackles. Thank you, one sack. And Demarcus Lawrence, notice a lot of Cowboys to start off this list. Not a lot of Giants here. So There was no Donovan Wilson this week. What did uh, J. Ron Kirst do? So let's see here. Uh, Xavier McKinney was 11. Uh, Vander Esch was 6. Demarcus Lawrence was 6. Fowler was 6. Hooker was 5. Adoree Jackson was 5. Um, Kirst had 7 tackles. Yeah, what was Curse? Where did he end up? Seven tackles, only two of them were solo. Okay, so I was trying to find him here on the list. So he was three points. Marquise Bell led Dallas. No, sorry, he was six point two five. I'm looking at their. No, I'm looking at their stats. That's weird. I don't think the scoring was right. Look at Mike and McFadden leading the uh, New York defense with tackles, eleven total tackles and one TFL. So I don't think this is fully updated yet because Deron Bland actually had twenty six point nine five. Dorrance Armstrong was 27.55. So, yeah, the list I was looking at there had not quite updated yet. 16.25 for Micah Parsons. Oh, wow. Stephon Gilmore, 23 points, four tackles, one INT. What you on about over there? Osa had two sacks. Dorrance had two sacks. Wow. Micah had one. Chauncey Golston. Yeah. Osa Odigazua was 20, 27.1. Uh, yeah, let's see what. Uh, Dexter Lawrence was 12.15. I'm sorry, that's Demarcus Lawrence. Um yeah, so the, the, a lot of output on the Dallas side of things, it looks like. Zero sacks for the New York Giants. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. I'm going to update this because I feel like I need to just refresh the page. But. In New York. You just chalked us up to uh, just a fluky game yep. in that locker room, right? Like, I, guys, I this so is too. just uh, yeah, just flush it. Just go home. Just one of those games that just everything went wrong. It was at home, though, too, wasn't it? Yeah. Gosh, that's a rough. Sure, it's just sure it's week one. Yes, about it. totally rational, right? Um, yeah, so 
Anyways, that wraps up. Yeah, so updated points. So, um, yeah, that is, who is this? This is Dorrance Armstrong was the leading scorer, 27.55. Wow. Ocio Digazua, 27.1. Uh, Deron Bland was next there. He was number three on the list with 26.95. Uh, Stefan Gilmore, God, they absolutely feasted on this team, 23 points as well. So, um, yeah, Dallas, very good defense, and their IDP showed up here in week one against the Giants. So there you go, folks. The week one recap. Um, we've uh, I think we've touched on every game. We didn't talk about uh, Lions Chiefs, but um, that was a fun one. That was a fun one. Uh, I thought Karloftis looked great. Uh, Hutch- Hutchinson looked great. He looks like he's taking that next step. Yes. I think uh, Nick Bolton mm-hmm. looked phenomenal. Had some really good plays. Threw that offensive lineman to the ground. Did you oh, see that? Geez. That was sick. That was uh, Panay Sewell, too, I'm pretty yes, sure. Yes, it was. Trent McDuffie looks pretty good. Yeah, he looks good. Looks um, like you could probably play him and LeJarrius Sneed. I think Sneed's going to play outside probably more. Um, McDuffie played, it looked like a, the slot a lot. I haven't looked at their the, usage, but. That Detroit secondary is a lot of fun. Yeah. We talked about it all offseason, how excited we were about Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. He's going to be a big deal um, there. Also, I loved, I thought Jack Campbell, even though he didn't get, you he know. He looked good. The snaps that we really want yet. I mean, uh, he looked good. He, he's gonna get those snaps. That pass breakup where he was hit. Like, that was very nice. Running backwards, kind of robot turning and breaking up that pass was just beautiful. But yeah, Derek Barnes, his time is coming to an end. It'll be Jack Campbell and Anzalone. Jameer Gibbs looks scary. He looks great. He looks scary. It's a very fun team. He looks one or two moves away from just housing Sam a La- lot. Sam Laporta looks good. They yep. they nailed their draft picks. I mean, Brian they Branch did. had himself a pick six. You know that dude is fast. Chauncey Gardner Johnson. I think you were just talking about that. I was looking at some of the Chiefs scores, but I think he's going to be the difference maker that he was for the Eagles. That may be for that one Lions of the, team. That may be one of the best offseason acquisitions. And they got him for like seven million yeah. late Teams in the offseason. So stupid. Why? So stupid. Why were they not? Everyone should have been in on him. Someone should have given him a massive deal. He yes. was a game changer. There were a couple of drives. Uh, I remember Sky Moore. I know there's a lot of crap on him, but he actually caught a pretty decent ball over the middle. Um, and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson just comes through and just pops it out. I think there was a tackle pretty early on on one of the running backs where you got to be a pretty special defensive back to make some of those plays. And Chauncey Gardner is just – he might be him, man. Well, you look at the scores. If there's anybody that's him, it's, it's him. It's him. <laughs> it is him. He is him. Uh, Listen, Brian Branch was the leading scorer. Michael Dana? Yeah. Might be somebody to pay attention yeah. to uh, with um, Chris who, Jones. Chris Jones out. And then also, um, who is suspended from that team? Amenahieu. Yeah, Charles Amenahieu out. And also, they're just, I mean, FAU, which yeah. is, he may not be ready yet. Your flag plant, Justin Reed, 15 points in that game, 14 for CD Deuce. He's getting better. Carl Loftus, 14. Anzalone, 13. Trip McDuffie, 13. Legereus Sneed, 11. Hutch, 11. What we thought was going to be worrisome is worrisome. That LB2 spot is, I don't know. I think it was like 70% of snaps we for don't Gay. We, we don't want gay. three and a quarter points. I think. Yeah, you just don't want that LB two spot. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, they were mixing in um, Leo Chanel quite a bit. Drew yeah. Tranquil, at least for now. I think he's going to have to have an injury, but uh, just pay attention. This might shift as the season goes along. So. I got to give an offensive stat just because I'm a Rams fan. Uh, players today with ten plus targets: Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins, Justin Jefferson, Calvin Ridley, Puka Nakua. Yeah, wow. as we all expected. <laughs> Fifteen targets. <laughs> What was his stat line? Uh, like 10 for 110 or 120 or something. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Um, so, after week one, what is the uh, – are we getting irrational about anything, like, pretty quick? Nope. Nope. What, we're, all, uh, we're all taking deep is breaths. There, is there kill. anything that you're okay with being, like – We've all been here before. Yeah, I, I think – well, the, thing, the things that we said was, like, 
Asamoah you can cut or bench. David Long you can cut or bench. Um, and there's some situations like the Browns linebackers. No, yeah. thank you. Um, because it's a continuation of what we saw. I mm-hmm. think when it is like the drum beat plays out in week one, I think that is that's something I'm going to follow through more than like, whoa, where did that come from? Like, yeah. I'm not going to trust some of these things as like set in stone. Uh, but a few surprises, but a lot of what we expected too. Who's going to be the big waiver ads? Drake Jackson. Yeah. Who was the linebacker? Carl Granderson. Granderson, for sure. I think Spillane will be up there, too, Yeah. now that people see the usage and stuff. Maybe even Byron Young. Jermaine Pratt might be out there on waivers. I mean, he shouldn't be. Depending on the depth of your league. Mm -hmm. Depending on the podcast you listen to. Yeah, sure. There you go, folks. Week (laughs) one recap. We're getting it out to you on Sunday, so hopefully you're enjoying this on your commute Monday or as you're doing the dishes or mowing the yard or whatever it is, however you consume this podcast, we thank you for listening. Yeah, do do you guys like it being out? This quickly, I mean, if it was out a day later, we'd have a little bit more stats or whatnot. So, you know, sound off if you... Yeah, let us know. We'd like to this know. This is an experiment. You we think Saturday night. Yeah, do you want us yeah. to do it a live stream during the games and just react? No, we don't. We're not going to do that. But <laughs> Negative. we do think you all will enjoy having an extra day with this episode. And there's still plenty of good information for us to go off of. And like I said, listen to Jake and Evan, uh, the preview pod. They're going to let you know all those PFF grades, hey, the somebody, snap counts. Follow our Twitter. I'm going to be yep. posting a bunch of nugs since we're not doing Monday okay. stuff. I ain't yeah. posting nothing, so don't follow me. Yeah. Uh, some of these gamers might be listening tonight, you know? We got some of these uh, right. Game of Thrones people. Is that a game? Uh, uh, yes. Okay. Is it, is it, Play Game of Thrones at night? Are you night? talking about like a video game? Sure. I think there may be a Game of Thrones video game. Is but that that's not also, like a really popular one? It's an HBO television program. <laughs> okay. Uh, there may be a video game it's adaptation. game, Bob. Yeah. What's the one Kyler plays? Call of Duty? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. COD. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, so Game of Thrones, Call of Duty. You yeah, had the right. of, It's right. a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's, it's tough keeping up it's with a, youth culture. It's a tough world. A yeah. lot, of, lot of stuff going by real fast. <laughs> a lot of stuff just going right past, and I'm like, I don't even Adam's know what drives. that was. Yep. All right, well, let us know, folks, if you enjoyed uh, this week one recap coming out on Sunday. Uh, Like we mentioned, we'll have Jake and Evan back in the feed for the week two preview. Make sure you're subscribed to the IDP After Show. We've got Johnny's streaming corner episode. We've got Jace discussing his rankings with a guest each week. We've got Leezy being a stream boy now. Wow. Looking like a Twitch superstar there with Banked Up. Yes, sir. Got them LED lights. That's a handsome fella. Like every Gen Z does. That's right. You've got uh, the (laughs) lights as well. I do have some as well. (laughs) You do have Are you wanting to be Gen Z? How do you do, fella kids? Fella kids. So make sure you're checking that out. Those programs, Jace's Pod and Lee's Pod are also on YouTube. So uh, you can subscribe to the IDP After Show wherever you get your podcasts. We have widely distributed that now. Full episodes are going to be on YouTube. Um, and then make sure you check out the website, theidpshow.com. Boo Bam's waiver article will, will be up tomorrow night. First one to market. Make sure you check that out. Get a jump start on your waivers. And, boys, the amount of content we have coming out on the website is just insane. Uh-huh. So make sure you head over there and grab yourself a subscription. It's just not even fair, Josh. I know. It's a lot to keep up with. <laughs> Are you tired? I'm so exhausted. I'm going to go sleep. So uh, until next week, y'all take care and enjoy the Monday night game. It's going to be a good one. Bills, we Jets. Hope. Yeah, we hope. we hope. Hopefully. Who has the best game, IDP-wise? Oh, boy. Um, Quinn Williams is a nice uh, candidate. I'm going to say Matt Milano. Matt Milano, okay. I'm feeling it. I'm going Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver, okay. What I'm do you going got? Big Q. Big Q, okay. Woo! 
we'll see. Tackle. This is a nice little fun CJ thing Mose to throw in at the end. Too. Yeah, just enjoy it. There's a lot of fun IDPs in that game. But enjoy the Monday night game. And until next Sunday, y'all take care, and we'll see you soon. I'm happy, happy. I'm happy like a peach in a tree. There I am hanging around hoping there'd be someone like you to pick me. I'm happy, oh happy Lord I'm happy like the tree in the breeze There I am away to you hoping